following the 2014 release of Tusk, Kevin Smith brings Harley Quinn Smith and Lily Rose Depp back to the big screen to reprise their roles in Smith's new feature, Yoga Hosers. 15-year-olds Colleen Collette and Colleen McKenzie are on their smartphones constantly, sing in a small band, and take yoga classes. The girls will do just about anything to receive an invitation to a senior party, but when they discover the leader of a Nazi splinter group has been raising an army of monsters beneath the store where they work, the teens team up with a legendary manhunter, Johnny Depp, to stop the world-threatening uprising. Join the Colleen Coalition and get your tickets today for Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosers in select theaters now. Everybody and welcome to I Style Comics, a weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jan Sampov, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen. No Mike Sapsic this week. I'm not. I'm not going to talk to you by myself though. So some very, very, very special guests. I'm surprised it took this long to get them on. But let's start. To I got Blue Juice Comics in the house. Starting here to my left, Mr. Tom Mum. Everybody, hello, Mr. Tom Mum, say hello. 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 And to my right, Mr. Ronnie Porto. It is not, it's, I mean, it's just not complete without you, Mr. All Ronnie Porto. It's so nice to be back, my friends. It's so nice to yeah, have you. Yeah, seriously. It's, it's great to have you here. Uh, Mike, Mike, I think, I think he forgot. <laughs> he couldn't have. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, well, all week he was like, Thursday night, right? Thursday night. We're going to do yeah. this. Like, even a week ago, That's Thursday night. I'm ago. like, yeah. But I think he was like, well, I thought we were going like later. I'm like, why would we go later? We're going to go after the store closes and yeah, after we shoot. But yep. Thursday nights are a notoriously complicated night, you know? Some people, some people think of it as a party night. You know, it's uh, like, that's it's me. A, it's, yes, yeah, it's a exactly. pre-party night. So yeah. maybe he's out ripping it up. Yeah, Mike's absolutely You know, shredding it. Yeah, partier. It's, maybe that's uh, what happened. I mean, in recent, in recent months, recent years, even. Yeah, he's been a partier. He's come on and partied he's with me. He's on that me. gateway drug that is cigars. So, so he's, uh, <laughs> are, are cigars, we cigars, are we really yeah. going to ignore the option that? We're the people who didn't get invited to the party. <laughs> no, is, not at all. Not good at all. He's been <laughs> not, talking about that, it forever. Yeah, Mike is out there tearing it to pieces. He could be, are. but well, that means he chose that over this. Well, though, I, I don't like it. Which either. I don't. I think he had a, fi- a family obligation, mm-hmm. and as such, uh, he's not here. He said, you know, had we started later, he may possibly could have made it. But yeah, I, I well, we did start later. We started an hour later than we were supposed to. We did, to, yeah. So, so I, I welcome him to come back and jump in if he could. I don't know, you know, and he may. Maybe he'll maybe he'll listen to this in time. Yeah. I, this, I, this, I, so this Facebook Live thing yes. is fascinating. This is the first time I've done it. Oh uh, wow! It's okay, happening right now. Yeah, uh, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin Smith does it all the time. Yeah, he did it on the podcast set the other day, which was fantastic. Um, it did. He got like like literally like I don't know, like five hundred thousand views or something. Yeah, this so. is probably more like five views at this point. Although yeah, that's five more than you would have gotten. Shit so. popping up on the screen. Yeah, you get a little hearts, people thumbs commenting, up. thumbs up. It's amazing. Right, but, I want to stop doing it so I can yeah. actually be an active participant. All right. In this well, podcast. that's that's the problem with these these weird Periscope Live things. It takes you, you're recording the moment, right. but you're not actually in the moment. That's like working in video production and a, someone asking you to shoot their wedding. It's right, like, and you're not you yeah. don't get to enjoy the wedding, the the open bar, the free oysters, yeah, the, the buffet, be, be yeah, the, the, yeah, the brides. <laughs> Tom, the, be in the now. Yeah, the, I'm going to be in the be, now. Be in the now, All right, Tom. Say goodbye, guys. Yeah. Say goodbye to yeah. Facebook the, Live. Good night, Facebook. Yeah, the the the, the, the bridesmaids with looser morals than on any other <laughs> night. He's back on the bridesmaids. He won't leave these bridesmaids alone. Somebody get a restraining order against these bridesmaids. That's the reason I go to a wedding. Reason one, open bar. Reason two, a loose 
moral yeah, bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, God, for sure. Uh, uh, people are saying keep recording. Sure. Wow, look, there's a live stream on the bottom. Yeah, see, what, look, happening? listen to you, what, dude. What you're you freaking people crazy. love you, you're, dude. See, now I'm what happens? Now you're addicted to the thing. I'm addicted you can't to the thing. I'm not in the moment. You're like that old movie from... Fight the Facebook. Okay. This is the closest I've ever been to being on Facebook. This is... This is this and watching That's the true. social No network. one knows what Ronnie closest. Porter looks like. This is what Ronnie Porter the looks like. Post still sometimes. <laughs> this There's is a the, lovely baby picture of me online. Yeah. This is the 2016 version <laughs> last of week. a classic 1992 film called Sliver starring so, uh, <laughs> um, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone and Billy Steve, Baldwin. Billy or Steven? It's Billy. Billy Baldwin where, uh, yeah, anyways, yeah. All right. Where, say goodbye. Say goodbye, Facebook. Goodbye, Bye. Facebook How Live. Do you do this? I Just, know, I don't know. You swipe left or something. I don't know. Throw the phone in the garbage as fast as possible. It's dirty now. It's dirty. the phone. What Somewhere I, where I can't find you. But what I do know is I'm very happy to have you back here. Finally, after yeah. eight weeks of shooting. Eight weeks. Nine weeks of shooting. It's been, it's been a busy life. It has. And it has. now we're winding down and we're like, holy shit, if we don't do this now, like yeah. right yeah. now, yeah. we're going to miss this window completely. Right. So Blue Juice Comics. And you have to Skype us in and now it's, that's no fun. I like no, to look I at want your pretty you guys face. here I like to look at your in face. front of me. Yeah. Now, yeah. granted, we were just at a local bar to hers down called Gotham. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so we've been drinking a little bit. So I'm going to ramble. I may ramble a little bit. I might go off the rails. I may slur a little bit. Right. We're hoping. So, yeah. We're praying. It's oh, a, it's definitely going to happen. The slur is part of the experience. Right. You know? mm-hmm. This is, we're going more meditative. Yeah. Going oh, more, yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, it's nice to be back. It feels like a safe space. Yes. I want, oh, God. <laughs> for you guys, definitely a safe space. I, I yes, want to. Sure. So, some comments online say it's not so safe, but yeah. <laughs> for us? Yeah, sometimes, you know. We, well, that was back season two when we would do like a weekly accelerators update, and it was like, get these fucking guys off of here. Hell. We're sick of them. No, that, that was a one, <laughs> as always on the internet, that's one. Haters, trolls. One dissenter amongst many Bring them. encouragers. Let the complainers oh, yeah. have their day. No, yeah. I love see. See, that's the difference. Is that I love hearing people say, "No, what you're doing right now, I don't like that. Not so much. So it's not working. Not so that's good. not. Yeah. You love it, negative feedback. It 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 dares me to do better. Right? Can I podcast oh. better? Yes. And can you, we chat better? Right? Or can worse? I create better? And you guys always do gooder, as we call it <laughs> in some places. <laughs> yeah, such a wordsmith. <laughs> yeah. As always, you can tweet me at Ming Chen thirty seven M I N G C H E N thirty seven. Michael Zapsik who is not here. M I C H A E L. Z-A-P-C-I-C, and then there's at Blue Juice Comics, correct? There is, there is, and at Tom Mum. At Tom Mum. Twitter. Yeah, Ryan Porter is not on Twitter, which is a smart move, I I believe. He's a Luddite. Not a Luddite, it's a smart move. I love love thinking about the Twitterverse. I love knowing it exists, and one day I may join it. Yeah. Until that day, I will merely be a passive observer. You're going to wait until it's MySpace, and then you'll join it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I should join. Oh, MySpace. Uh, join I should join uh, MySpace, right? <laughs> Look at Ronnie at MySpace RonniePorto.com. And even even though he says he's too cool for Twitter, a Wolf Flanagan has a fake account. Oh yeah, in which he follows everybody. See, that's what you that do, out. right? You get a fake account, and then you can spy on everybody, and you can pretend like we, you can get all the benefits of actually being there, but not being there. Which is what he does. Yeah. Yes. See, yeah. I don't like that. It's unfair of me. I feel like yeah. it's unfair. You know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna deal with other people's, you know. It's, like mouth vomit, you know, their yeah. brain vomit. It's that, not unfair of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not unfair. <laughs> it's, it's a courtesy to other people to stay out of their way. I think it's just uh, you're too cool for Twitter, which I told uh, 100% completely 
I don't believe know. and accept. How do you do? I don't a, think you believe it. How do you do a single it. thought you in 140 you're characters? Everywhere. I've always right. believed that you exist on a higher plane than I'm, some of us. So, wow. well, that's sucking your dick right you, now. This is my good friend Ming Chen talking right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. See, he he brings us on the podcast before we even say thank you. Right. He's already thanking oh, us. No, thank you. No, it's thank our you. pleasure. A lot of people have, uh, it's you know, our pleasure. We, he plies you with bourbon and then sits you down and says nice things about you. No, if you remember about three years ago, we had you guys on Weekly chronicling mm-hmm. uh, a, the creation of the Accelerators comic book, right. which is still going strong, which is uh, uh, out this week. Uh, yeah, for, uh, 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 issue 14 yeah, is issue out this week. Issue five of six of Accelerators Relativity? Uh, four four of, of five of four the five. third arc, which is Relativity. Which is yeah. insane. Yeah, 14 crazy. issues. Yeah, 14 it, issues. And actually, it marks our 25th single issue. That's ins- Between Anne Bonnie and Ether and Empire and Accelerators, it's oh, Blue Juice 25th, Comics, Blue yeah. Juice Comics, twenty yeah. fifth issue, which is insane. If you if you've been following along since the beginning, you know these were three, four, five idiots. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, well, well, so he plies us with bourbon, yeah. and then and, insults and then us. He tells no, us what which, he thinks. Which were three guys who worked on the crew of Comic Book Men, who mm. you know knew nothing about comics other than maybe reading them once in a while, right. and then reading them while they were shooting here. Yep. To it's like, hey, let's create a comic book, and then they did it, mm-hmm. and then they got into comicsology, they got into diamond, yep. they you know they they're selling it worldwide, like that's that's amazing. Hopefully, got into your heart. Yeah, that's amazing because we know a lot of people out there want to create their own book, right. and maybe have uh, gotten into the process of writing their own book, but not necessarily publishing mm-hmm. and yeah. distributing it. Yeah. If they can do it, I'm I'm telling you, yeah, we if can do they it, can do can. it, you know. Anybody can. The thing we figured out was that it's the most generous, like inviting medium you've ever found, yeah. right? It's this medium that all you, I mean, yes, you need to draw things. Sure. Yes, you need to well, write You things. don't even need to draw. Yeah. You can find someone else to draw. Yeah, exactly. What do you guys do? But, exactly. With the, but, with, but if you find people that give a shit as much as you do, right. then yeah. all of a sudden you, all, you have all the tools and all the talent you need to make this thing. It's not yeah. some kind of an impossible, like, you know, it's not like making a TV show. Right. It's not like making a movie. You or know. a short film. Yeah. Even, yeah. You don't yeah. need this mountain of resources no. to get it done. You know, you're so close. I mean, it's not, you're right. You could go write a novel and that would be a little bit easier, but, but a comic book becomes this full like multi-sensory experience yes right without you know without leaving the comfort of your desk yeah right absolutely and and then when you when you add in like you know the internet and the ability to reach people online and find other people with the same taste as you and other people with the same ideas as you you can do this thing some of the people involved in the accelerators we've been working on them for you know on this thing for four years years four years uh and i've never met our letterer yeah yeah, Crank. Like, We've never met Crank. Crank, Crank. 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 Uh, gentleman named Crank. Where is he from? Indiana or something? Uh, in Illinois? Uh, Phoenix, I thought. Phoenix. I thought it was Phoenix. Somewhere okay. around there. He's he was in, from Phoenix, moved somewhere else. He's from the else. internet. Oh, no, he's from the internet. He doesn't yeah. exist on on our plane. He and just is, exists on the internet. And I was flipping through. I was sitting in the store the other day when we were shooting, and I look at the Rick and Morty comics yep. that are over on the yeah. shelf. And on the trade paperback, it has the name of the artist, and then at the end it says Crank with the exclam- yep, exclamation point. That's how point, he goes. That's he what he goes by. Exclamation point. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't even know he was doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Boss. But, it and, and it's amazing how all this stuff is interconnected, and, and, this, and all these people can have all these different relationships and all do it digitally. And that means that somehow magically translates to whoever you are, wherever you are, you right. can make a comic book. Yes. Because there's somebody out there that knows how to do the thing right. that you don't know how to do and needs you to do the thing that you know how to do. Right. Yeah, when we were doing Ether and Empire, which is our latest book, um, I just got issue six tonight, yeah. and it comes out in two weeks. Um, we were looking for an artist for that, and we c- 
couldn't really find anybody. We went on to uh, DeviantArt. Yep. And we found, uh, the, the writer, Mike Haran, found this guy named Bong Tai Dazo. Such a cool uh, name. Which is a great name. He doesn't even live here. He lives in the Philippines. He lives in the Philippines. Yeah. In the Philippines. We've never met him. Mike actually flew out to the Philippines because he was going to visit his wife in Australia and met with Bong. And they oh, wow. They had like dinner. Yeah, yeah. They went and out there. He just made a... As he was on his way to Australia, which is where his wife lives, he made a separate trip to meet Bong. Yeah, and uh, which was great because he brought back all the original art from Ether. Oh, Empire, nice. Okay, which yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they met, and it's like again, this guy's in the Philippines. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, he lives in the middle of nowhere in the Philippines too. Right, and he works for Marvel. He works for DC. Yep. He does Deadpool. Yep. And then he did extremely talented artist. Uh, inks, inks. He call, does he color his own he, he, stuff no, no, too? No, no. Or, Tim, oh, Tim Yates is still dark coloring, but um, but he pencils and inks. And so fast, too. Like, he yeah. turns it around so quickly. It's amazing. You send him a script, and within a week, he has pencils. And within two more weeks, he has the book fully inked. Yeah. The whole book fully yeah. inked. Six issues he did in, you know, a very short amount of time. Uh, but again, you don't need to ever meet him. No, he's somewhere else. Yep. You know, he's, again, an internet world. Uh, and, and he was a pleasure to work with yeah. and put together an amazing book. So, so literally, if you have an idea for a book, write it out. Write the script. Yeah. Uh, there, there are scripts online that you can look at. Um, I think even some some Kevin's scripts might be out there, even, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And they're not that hard to write. Just, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. <laughs> okay, well, they're... I don't know. Have an idea, right? You've got a great idea, yeah. right? I'm, I mean, maybe it's hard to write a good script. I don't know. I'm not sure I ever wrote one. <laughs> but if you write a script... Now you have this thing. Now you have like a, a, a an actual tangible version of your idea right. that then you yeah. can show people, right? You yeah. show people the idea. Someone's going to respond. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll respond with, with some, a little bit of uh, criticism. Maybe they'll respond with, you know, unanimous, effusive praise. And you'll have this, you know, suddenly you'll have a fan or you'll have someone who says, how can I help? Right. You'll have yeah. an editor. You'll have a publisher. You'll have a producer. Yeah. You'll have a... You know, uh, you'll have a, a an anchor or a, or a letterer. Right. You'll have someone who wants to work on this with you. And, you know, you imagine the world as like, this is the fucking genius of the internet, right? It's like, you've got the globe and there are all these little dots everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. There's millions and millions and millions of little, there's billions of little dots now. And it, how you connect to people has nothing to do with how close you are to right. them. Right, exactly. So, What's amazing is someone's going to hear your good idea. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, uh, the biggest piece of advice I ever give any writer, presumptuous of me to give advice, but bear with me, everyone, is tell people your ideas. If you have an idea that you're terrified that someone's going to steal and turn it to their own thing and, and take it from you and make their own story out of it, fucking tell someone right away. Scare the shit out of yourself. Yeah. Because you know what happens? One of two things happens. One the highly unlikely one that everyone's terrified of, someone steals your idea, right? Fine. It might happen. You know what's more likely is that you're going to tell someone, you're going to be terrified someone's going to steal your idea, and in, and to beat them, you're going to write that thing twice right. as You're fast motivated as you before. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 you will feel inspired by this. Now, that's still, though, it doesn't matter. What's really likely to happen is someone's going to hear your idea and have an opinion on it. Yeah. And then suddenly, you've your idea is not just this thing that's hidden in the back of your head. It's right. a conversation. Yeah, it's tangible. It's right Get in front of you. out there, bro. Right. And this is coming from a, a professional uh, Unprofessional. Writer. No, professional writer. <laughs> An unprofessional writer. Who has had screenplays turned into movies, who has had comic book scripts turned into comics, who has done multiple things. He's way too modest, in my opinion. 
Uh, and he's sitting right here in front of me. But this is guy is. Oh, made- and I, he was going to say. Yeah, I think you just made him speechless. Like he doesn't. Were you going to say something? I'm just waiting my turn. All right, I'm just waiting my yeah. turn. Got it. This is a guy who who did exactly what he just said, and it got turned into into tangible uh, mediums. But it only happens because because of these moments where we sit around and we argue about movies mm-hmm. and we throw out ideas of our own. Sure. And some of them are jokes, and some of them we laugh about, and once in a while. One of them sticks. Yeah. Once in a while. You can't get it out of yeah. your head. You right. have to keep going forward with And it. then you say something that somebody else can't get out of their head either. And right. sometimes it goes like this. You say an idea. You thought you just threw it away. You thought you just tossed it out there between beers or something like right. that. And then two days later, a month later, a year later, somebody comes, comes back and, remember that thing? Remember the thing you said? Remember that fucking weird thing you said? Yeah. Like, what well, if, I wrote it out. I fleshed it out. Yeah. And here it is. Like, this what thing do you could think? work. Yeah. Right. And then suddenly you got a collaborator. Right, and yeah. now you're pushing each other forward. That's how you do it. Maybe one of them, maybe one of you does the writing, one of you does the art. Maybe you both do the writing together and the art together. Who the hell knows? Right. Maybe it's not a comic book. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Talk to people. Get you know. There's a there's this syndrome where where you have an idea, and you hide it in your pocket, right? Uh, and what you end up with is this massive pile of ideas that you have no faith in, right? And there's this other version of things where you get out there and you talk to people, and people tell you exactly what they think and you get better at making ideas right because you have to you have to tell them your idea in a way that is actually interesting yeah yeah and and the act of telling people it's like just try to tell somebody the plot of die hard you know like just anything just you get used to telling these stories in a way that you think of them you know what a great story sounds like when you're telling someone your version of your story, you think that you can just say it the way that it's, it's been mashed together in your head. Yeah. No, you've got to say it in a way that will excite them. Yeah, right. Gets them interested. And yeah. you get better at that every time you do it, every single yeah. conversation. Frankly, your first ideas, your early ideas, your nothing ideas, somebody gets in your head and tries to steal your ideas – it's probably the best thing because those early ideas, you didn't Suck. do the work. Yeah, well, they're, maybe, maybe they're, they're great. They're maybe raw. They're, great. they're very if, raw. Yeah, if they're that great, then then guess what? You're probably going to write it. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, somebody will grab your mediocre idea because they can't even generate your mediocre idea and they're going to go with it. And meanwhile, you're going to be like, man, that fucking thing, that was my cash cow. It's not because you're going to have one of those every week for the rest of your life. Yeah. Write them down. Okay? Wake up from that fucking dream. Write it down. Yeah, pick the right. ones you're passionate yeah. about and flesh yeah. it out. Bring man. a notebook to those beer pong matches. <laughs> okay? Yeah, because when you get drunk and you got those ramblings. The stupid uh, shit that we yeah. talk about is so brilliant. Yeah. And then you make a movie. I, I think that's how Star Wars got started. I exactly. I mean, that's not how George Lucas says well, it got actually, started. talking about like eating I, hamburger and thinking of the Millennium Falcon. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Some, you yeah. Never yeah. stupid things like that. Yeah. Yes. Between, somewhere between like a hamburger and like watching uh, a Kurosawa movie retrospective or something like that. Yeah, He made a movie. Yeah, that's great. So that's all you need to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, that's it. And it worked out for him for yeah, sure. That definitely it. worked out yeah, for him. Yeah, like a couple billion dollars later, you're, you're, you're gold. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. That's, true. that's it. Before we get to any of this, yeah. uh, I want everyone to go to facebook.com slash Blue Juice Comics. Oh, and I want you to like that page right now. Go right now. And like that page because you guys, uh, if you listen to Tell Them Steve Dave or even uh, I Talk Comics, we've encouraged people to go 
and like the Blue Jeans it, comments It's page. worked. It's really worked. Yeah. Um, we, we started, I think we had 949 likes yeah. when and we started. And we continue to encourage this. Go ahead. Uh, likes. Apparently, you guys are very, very much into likes. <laughs> so much so that uh, you guys tell them Steve Dave to advertise this. And uh, and, and we, we've hopped on the bandwagon as well. Yes. But uh, like, likes are good. Likes mean, uh, you know, like, likes mean uh, you get it's, a better reach. It's follows. You know, yeah. It's, follow. it's a follow. And, uh, yeah, but wait, can I say something, though? Absolutely. I think... As a non-Facebook guy, okay, not, uh, Fireborn feel, not on Facebook. Feel either. free to go there. Yes, like it. Yes, whatever page we're talking right. about, right? But don't stop there. Right. After you like it, okay. Put us on probation. Yeah. Figure out whether you like us or not. Ah, okay. Do some work. Okay. Right. Read a book. Yeah. Or two. Or three. Have an opinion. Yeah, and there are pages on there that you can. I assume I read. don't know this for sure, but I've I've. Click like type buttons on the internet sure. before. You can unlike us, right? Yeah, absolutely. If you can. change your mind, get it the fuck off there. Okay. But, but figure it out. You're saying don't just like us because tell them Steve, Dave, and I saw comics right. says so. Well, maybe give Actually, us the benefit of the doubt. go there, like us, give us the benefit like, of the doubt. If you like, like us, you. then stay then with us. do the due diligence. get out. Do the work. I love it. Fucking have an opinion of us because maybe we suck. Tell us so. You guys don't suck, but that's I, I of course know. it's all relative. I, but 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 really, Ronnie says at, this because he doesn't get the notifications. But. Right, <laughs> but you get the you know, <laughs> look notifications. Look at the book. Okay. I would I would you know I would love it. Yeah, uh, I have a writers group mm-hmm. online, and uh, I just posted yeah, share my, stuff. You my share. script up to them. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bunch of uh, again same thing. A bunch of people I never met before. Yeah. Right, a bunch of other screenwriters. Yeah. This is you know, and we we trade work. Like this guy's a TV pilot. This guy's a movie. Whatever. Right. Tell know. me what you think. Read it. Tell me exactly. What you think. And you know we we are very diligent about giving each other notes. Yeah. And some of the people are very nice, <laughs> and some of the people are complete bastards. Uh, yes. Anonymous or no? Well, I mean, we know each other's. At this point, we know each other's real names. Okay. But it's we kind of go by like you know internet handles. Handles. Right? Yeah. yeah. Handles. So, but the majority of the conversations get pretty salty, bro. We we really give it to each other, right? And you're honest, okay? That, that's good. I mean, that's how you that's how you get shit done. That's how you and, get better, yeah. And you know what? Not all of the like criticisms are awesome. Like mm-hmm. some of them are mean, and some of them are useless, and whatever. But I'd rather have those opinions, right? Any day of the week, yeah. Than than not have them, than than have you know a bunch of people saying nice things or just like I get it. Look, Tom wants you to like it, okay? Tom really, really wants you to like it. And I want you to like it, no, too. I want the but I want you to actually like it. I don't want you to hit the like button. I want you to have an opinion, and if you don't like it, I want you to tell us how to make it likable. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're, keep, we're still making this book. Well, I'm still making The Accelerators. Blue Juice is making all these other great books. You have the chance to tell us what works and doesn't work about them. Yeah, there's right. there's an opportunity to interact with the creators. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love. We may ignore the shit out of your notes. Right. And, and that's still fun want to too. Hear it. We still want to hear it. Say what you think. It's great for everybody. Yeah. You know, we love to hear it. We love the conversation. We love the idea that like nothing's better than the idea that someone's brilliant suggestion will make its way into our stories. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing's better than the idea that that this whole thing is not like a one-sided conversation. It's not like us spitting comic book or a zero-sided conversation like we're making something for nobody. But the you know, having opinions Besides just like appreciating us as part of, you know, like as friends of Isle Comics or friends of, you know, of the guys or tell them to you, Dave, you know, that's, that's all, that's all great. But, but it's even better is having an opinion of our actual thing. Right. You know? Well, it, that, that being said though, like we just were wrapping up arc three of the accelerators. Right. And you already have it mapped out 
to, to the, the end, end yeah. which is arc five. We're but gonna do five that doesn't mean it's, it's not immune so, to good ideas. Right. So you're saying you're malleable enough to be able to take something and try and fit it in if you can, if it works, if it makes sense or whatever. Let, or let you're just saying like, tell me if something sucks and I won't go in that direction. Maybe. Or, But what I also mean is maybe somebody, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Joe 134 at yeah. Hotmail Mm-hmm. Has an awesome. Oof, I don't know if that. Know. I don't know if that works. Maybe he's a retro guy. He's kind of a retro guy. Maybe maybe uh, uh, Joe one twenty four at AOL has some great oh, yeah. suggestions. Right. And he and and he just writes like some criticism or whatever, and he fucking nails the character of the mm-hmm. book. And he's re- really paying attention. You know, nothing's better to me. Nothing's more fun to me than working something about yeah Joe one twenty four into a later issue a later right. moment you know yeah. it's not about i mean like i'm not telling people like read the books and then tell us how to end it because we have no idea like that's not the point you know the point is the point is make it a conversation yeah. that's so much more fun we have an uber fan of uh ether and empire uber uber fan slash hater yeah no ether and empire is your third title the right. third blue juice title newest Jeff title newest, newest title, title uh, um uh, if you were listening last year, I think you, we had, uh, you had started and Bonnie last time we talked to you, mm-hmm. about a year ago, yeah. and then you've expanded the third title, which is awesome. What, wait, what's the elevator pitch before we go further? Uh, it's Jules Verne meets Star Trek. Okay. It's a steampunk, is- um, 1879 kind of Victorian science fiction story uh, that starts on earth in england yeah but the think Empire. airship think uh, interplanetary travel right. think uh, creatures flying think, airships flying fighting airships. each other in the middle of like you know the sort of like the victorian age yeah, yeah. and yeah. then and then they and then they leave the planet they leave the planet they go it's mars. a second expedition to mars the first one was lost yeah and uh it was under scientific rule and the second one is the second expedition that goes out is brought under military yes. mi- military control and has to go out to find out what happened to the first expedition and see if it poses a threat to the empire yeah it's really cool yeah 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 uh but you have a super fan you mentioned we have a super fan who has been sending us facebook messages about how the science oh. <laughs> doesn't work and it's, is literally that like you know captain kirk an episode you know william shatner an episode 134 blah 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 this you know could not have happened because in episode one. 1- 30, yeah. he did this. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and it's been great to hear that. Like, it's been so much fun to get those messages. So he pays attention to it that much yeah. where he's able to, you it's know, like, this is maybe throw in some sir. valid criticism. That's my right. dream. But he does it, uh, you know, we've been trying to tell him, like, well, this is just the science as they knew it at the time. Right. It's not science as we know it right. now. It's just the science of the time. And even when we were developing it, we actually paid a lot of attention to this because we knew it was going to be criticism. Sure. It's like, well, how does gravity work? How does this work? How does <laughs> that, gravity that on the deep. ship work? And yeah. Yeah. We went through it as deep as we possibly could and usually came back to like, well, first off, it's, you know, suspension of disbelief. This is a fictional story. Right. Uh, it's based in a little bit of reality, um, but reality as they knew science in 1879. Right. You know, it's definitely a little to the left of reality. Like that—that's really yeah. the you know the philosophy is like okay, what imagine imagine that somewhere, you know, in the 18th century or something, paths diverged, right? So mm-hmm. that you get to the 19th century and yeah. where and, and where there are the where there would be all these limitations in real life now suddenly you know, sailboats are flying <laughs> yeah. and and it doesn't end there. You know, you can get in a hot air balloon and go to space. Right. And then you know, and then you can take you can take like a basically an old diving capsule and get to Mars. Get to Mars, yeah, right. you know, which really we can't even do now and <laughs> with with grown up technology. Right. 
but right. But that's uh, current technology as it exists in this world is boring. This is why we have yeah. comic yeah. books. So we and can we have Star Wars. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but that's a tricky thing, right? It's like uh, with any science fi- science fiction story, like you're asking for really selective bits of disbelief. Yeah. Well, the old Star Trek episodes were always great because they would always be able to explain the most random thing with some sort of technobabble. Right. Like it would always be mm-hmm. Geordi or it would be, you know, Spock just giving out some sort of technobabble and you'd be like, oh, okay, oh, I get yeah, it. man, I get that it. No, yeah, that, 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 that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's what we were going for too. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and those choices, like to me, what makes science fiction especially really unique, what makes each project different from everything else are those moments where you decide to say, here's where we diverge mm-hmm. from reality. Right, like how, and 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 it all, it says a lot about how scientific you're being, how realistic you're being, how how um, how much play you want with the real world, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, like, even if you're this, like, you're like a relatively realistic piece of science fiction, like Children of Men or something like that, right? You're still saying, okay, here's our big ask, right? Yeah. As they say in the movie right. business, right? right? The big ask is imagine that every Every woman stops being able to have babies, right? For eighteen years, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, now what? Yes. Yeah. So you know, which is a which is a a pretty big ask with yeah. no explanation in a movie that is otherwise being super realistic about like how that would affect immigration and how that would affect terrorism right. and how that would affect you know your daily commute and the news and your coffee order. Yep. Um, and. So, you know, you, you target, you decide how big of an ask you can make, right? You, if you're doing Transformers, yeah, your ask is bigger. Your ask is like, <laughs> yeah, what if there's another planet? And for some reason, the, you know, those planets are, that planet is full of robots. And for some reason, they love to turn into cars. Yeah, and how they're on Earth. And, and <laughs> yeah. there's this idiot kid where, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, they're fascinated with this idiot kid's eBay account. So right. much so that they'll come here. Yeah. And, and other bad guy things come here and they can turn into much bigger, nastier Cars or planes. Cars yeah. or planes, yeah. right? And then but they're for- evil ones, and they're good ones. And they're, <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, like, it, it's all dialed into this specific, to this specific project. Uh, the fun part is really trying to control that ask in a yeah. way that describes the personality of the project. Right. So, like, Ether and Empire, it's a fucking huge ask. Right. It's not, the, it's not even saying, what about the future? Right? It's not even, what about the present? It's right. saying, the past went somewhere else. The yes. past went to Mars. The yes, past absolutely. went to the past went to flying airships fighting each other, you know, for the sake of the crown or for you know all this stuff like master and commander in space, right. whatever. You and know, it's freaking awesome, and yeah. we've made it into a tangible format. Now you can read exactly, yeah. and then you get there and you get to figure out how you feel, how weird, how weird does that seem to you, right? That okay, so you know, is this is it? Is there any version of colonial England in space that I can imagine here that makes sense? Yeah, right. That's, that's the is ask. There, and, and and you know that I think your mileage may vary in a big way, right? With that kind of science fiction, right? It's just like any all you know. There's oh, you always hear people who are like they don't have they don't like alternate histories. They're like oh, I can't get behind. You know, like somebody says like oh, imagine this is like just Titanic. A, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You know these things like um, there's always there's all this kind of like like what if the Nazis won the war? Sure, or like Man like, in the High Man Castle. The high castle. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and then you find. I mean, have you talked to people about Man in the High Castle? And there's always somebody who's like, yeah, that just seems weird. Like. But the Nazis didn't win, you know. I don't hang out with those people. Yeah. Is <laughs> but, what I'm trying to but, tell but you. But how do you? But how do you convince somebody who says that? How do you? How do you say to them like, well, but what if they did? Yeah, yeah. you know, like if it was, you know, my favorite one, of my favorite quotes in the whole world is Louis Armstrong. He, he said, "Some people, if they don't know, 
You just yeah, can't tell yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, which is very true. I That's think. it. Yeah. So you know, but uh, but it's a it's a very particular. As opposed to, if you don't know, now you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All kinds Thank of you, geniuses. Biggie Small. All kinds, <laughs> Thank of, you. all kinds of geniuses making music right. who understand <laughs> the nature of time and space and, and human understanding. These are brilliant people. So I think I, I subscribe to the, if you don't know, now you know yeah. philosophy. Yeah. It, it's very simple. It's right. not that complicated. No. I mean, Biggie got it right. Yeah. yeah. Biggie got it right. Re- rest in peace. But yeah. But Louis Armstrong also got it right. Right. Just more words, though. Yeah. 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 And, and more trumpet. Yeah. And more trumpet, yeah. And he didn't throw the N word at the yeah. end of it. That's like, true too. Like, as far as we know, that just wasn't recorded or yeah. Yeah. released. I yeah. missed that out. No, you guys are in a very aggressive release schedule right now, where uh, you have yeah. three titles coming and, to the end of it, actually. And uh, I think for I don't know for a period of it seems it seems like six months, you had a title, new title almost every week. Every two weeks. Every two every weeks. Every two weeks, uh, we released six issues of Ether and Empire, and five issues of the Accelerators. Yeah. In about four months, yeah, three months. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, it's been every two weeks that they've been coming out, which has I been I mean, you're, you're almost really on a Marvel tough. DC image schedule here. Well, the tough thing know. for me is that I almost. was... Almost. I, yeah, almost. Yeah, <laughs> quite well. Yeah, two titles over four months, they do. How many... Uh, yeah, right, but the, we're talking about a group of guys who <laughs> also, you know, you, you have aggressive day jobs as well. You know, you're here all day on Comic Man. Before this, you're on a show called Dual Survival, where right. you're traveling... The, the, you weren't even in the country... You you were in places that probably didn't even have internet access. Yeah, for or, weeks or really a, bad. And if there's one thing worse than no internet, yeah. it's bad internet. Right, because yeah, then you spend all day yeah. dealing with that. Um, <laughs> you spend all day. Rags is watching us on Facebook Live right now. Oh, nice. Rags okay. is one of our camera operators. Right. Uh, what did he just say? What he, did he say? He said, he said, you're live on Facebook right now, to yeah. which I responded, I will kill you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad internet is even worse. It's, it's, like, it's um, horrible. It's like being in the Playboy Mansion or something, and like you can't, or you can't, and you can't get it up. That's my analogy. Like the girls girls want you to get it up. You have your, you know, your pick, and you know everything's cool, and it's like free love and everything. But you can't get. Damn you! Why aren't you working? Right. Yeah. It's like you know. I'm a going. I'm a bright shining star. Right. It's getting up a little bit. It's going back down. Like you don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's really like that. Coked up at the Playboy Mansion is what you're saying. That sounds pretty. Never had coke dick, but I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't really partake in cocaine, but uh, I've heard of this coke dick. And yeah. Okay. Let's say that. And I know it sounds like a first world problem, not just the Playboy Mansion thing, but also the bad internet thing. But it really just sucks your whole day away when you're trying to like improve pages and get pages up and upload a small file. Freaking Peru somewhere because dual survival is a pretty rough gig. It's uh, you know we're running up mountains and we're you know crossing rivers and dealing with alligators and snakes and right. You're literally in the wild. We are in the wild and we do go back to you know some of the crew does go back to like a hotel every night, but the hotel is usually like a (laughs) a brothel. Type place, right? You know, in like Mon- Upper Mongolia or some uh, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah, know, but who doesn't want to? Who doesn't want to? You know, edit your comic book from Upper Mongolia. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, if you can even <laughs> no. get the pages it's back, it's not to a edit. bad game. If you're gonna do it, that's the yeah. place to do it. Right. From, you know, just yeah. uh, life experience wise, it's awesome. But yeah, what I'm side, trying to get is anyone out there with an excuse like, "Oh, I'm I was working at like Walmart all yeah. day. I'm tired." Like, <laughs> get out, get it, <laughs> get off your ass. Yeah. open your laptop and, and get it done. And create, I'm, not, I'm yeah. really telling you to do this. And create, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, look, it's never going to be easy, right? You're going to have, imagine imagine all your problems are solved, okay? All the money you want, mm-hmm. the, the house you always dreamed right. of, right? The easiest, you know, schedule of your life. And then you sit down, you still got to fucking write the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You still yeah. got to draw you, the thing. You still got to publish the thing. You got to do this stuff. Yeah. Right. I, I still find that I wrote, you know, back when I used to write, I wrote more when I worked at Blockbuster and hated my fucking job yeah. 
than I did once I actually got into the business and didn't really have time to write. Right. Like I was more inspired when I was not in the business and when I hated my job and when I was trying to be something bigger than when I actually kind of got that freelance gig where yeah. I could work every day. And then I, I was like writing just kind of went to the wayside, yeah. creating and, went to the wayside. And that comes more like a, you're spending all day in a job. I was like, oh man, this sucks. I'd rather be yeah, writing. Rather be writing. Whereas, right. uh, you know, as life gets cushier, uh, you know. uh, it wasn't even cushier because it was still, you know, fight or flight, but it was, it's just like, I was at, at least kind of in the business, Yeah, you know? Yeah. It never, it never gets cushier. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. But you get a foothold. You're like, cushier. oh, I'm here. I guess I can relax a little bit now. Yeah. Like, yeah oh, I made off. it. Yeah. Wait a minute. What does right. make it mean? What does right. make it mean? You never truly make it, <laughs> I mean, no matter how, it. how far you are. But you got to um, keep going. It's yeah. always the next, the next thing is always more important than the thing you're in right now yeah you know, so you know if you're in a dead-end job right now if you're gonna you feel like you're getting beaten down you know use that as motivation yeah to absolutely do what you really want 100 percent. put all of it in there because yeah uh you know then and then you know families come along parable. kids come along wives come along yep. you know uh your it, time gets divided your sure time gets divided yeah but value that you know whatever you've got you've got fine you've got 10 minutes of your day that's free right yeah. that's not a lot of writing time i agree no. you're kind of fucked but if you've got more than 10 minutes a day that you can devote to the cause of a, of a project that you think of is possible, yeah. do it. Of and creating be, in general. Yeah, art. and it's a muscle. It's a muscle. You've got to work that thing. You've got to be disciplined about figuring out how to carve out that time. You know, And like you're going to miss fun shit. Get used to this idea. Yeah. Because you're doing this thing that you think is amazing, because right. you, you love this story, you love it, you're going to miss... Other people that you think are really cool doing awesome things without you. You're not going to get there. You're going to miss that party. You're going to get to other parties later, right? Yeah. I promise you. You're the not, you're not, not fear of missing out. Yeah. FOMO. Yeah. FOMO, yeah. But FOMO is not an excuse for not writing. Creating. Yeah. Or not creating. Not at all. You know? Well, when yeah. I grew up, it was always, you know, why is Eddie Van Halen the best guitar player in the world? Because he practices nine hours a day. Yeah, I heard know? 14, but uh, yeah, that goes yeah. To, that goes with a philosophy that I like to believe in. Uh, the more you do something, the better you'll get. Yeah. Uh, the like easier you said, it gets. It's a muscle. Yep. It's yeah, a it's muscle. a muscle. Yeah. Work it. I mean, I look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much you do it, no matter how good you get at it, it goes away if you stop doing it. Yeah. And it's fucking crazy how easy it is to forget that. How many times. I wander off the reservation. I just decide, like, it's just like, I have a, f like, who cares? You know, like a week of... A, yeah, yeah, I'll get back a, to this. A week uh, of vacation, a week of, uh, you know, a week of weird screenings or, sure. or you know, yeah, or an and event. Happens, or that's even life. just a week of shooting on the show, right? Yeah, and it's and life. All, yeah, exactly. Li you know, life just distracts you. Life is very, life is a very dangerous animal <laughs> because life has a brilliant strategy to get you, right? It yeah. lures you in by finding, by showing you all these things that are fun, right? Oh, look, here's a great TV show. Right. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at this little comic book over here for you to read, right? Oh, here's your buddy talking about nothing in particular. Uh, entropy, really. Yeah, look, uh, here's a sunset. Look over at that thing right and then all of a sudden the week has passed and you didn't carve any time and now next time you open up your laptop or pull out your notebook or click your pen whatever you're gonna do draw write you know think make a movie yeah whatever you're thinking you you're gonna have to spend those first precious minutes trying to remember how, okay how do i do this yeah you get, know getting that same energy back that yeah, uh, you i had forget when you how, you know, do, do i write every line or every other line do i you know do i draw what do i how do i draw this do i do i do the landscape first do i do the head first right. do I, do I, and I it comes back but it takes time to get back to that point yeah so. and and that's the thing you you know if you're doing it every day you slip back in like so it's much putting more. on an old hat yeah. you know it's like it's like you know have you, if you've ever put on clothes 
that have been at the bottom of your cl- like of your drawer sure for years I thought you meant the bottom of your hamper like, like the, you but whatever them. wherever they are where they get hard and nasty <laughs> yeah but it happens at the you know you 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 know when you put on a piece of clothing that you haven't worn in years it feels weird you put it on and you're yeah. like whose fucking shirt is this I know I know I used to like this thing but right. like whose is this yeah you know and that weirdness makes it hard for you to wear that thing. You Maybe you even don't even wear it that night. You take it off, you throw it in the garbage. Maybe you throw it and you put it back in the closet and you don't wear it for another two years. The whole point is that getting used to wearing these things, getting used to doing these things, getting used to... It It makes the weirdness go away. It makes you completely comfortable. You, you slip smoothly into the rhythm right. and you make more stuff and you make better stuff because you're not thinking about the process. Yeah. You're just thinking about the ideas. Yeah. The end. So there's your motivation right there. Get the fuck over there. Yeah, just... just. What are you doing listening to this podcast? Right, I know. Well, you could do both. You could listen to this and write. I've heard... Uh, listen uh, to this in the car on the way to go write somewhere. Right. Or or, or write while write. you're listening to this. I, 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 I'll put no fault behind that. <laughs> right. That's like, yeah, that's... I mean, we're, we're, we're constantly trying to encourage and motivate you if, yeah. if you're out there. Even if you're not writing... If you're, whatever you're doing. Yeah, but and that's been great over the last few years. You know, having people come up to us at cons and say, yeah. like, you know, I wrote my own book because I listen to you guys at yeah, Axel Comics. That's, that, I love that. that. That's the that best. I love amazing. that. That is the best yeah. feeling. I love that. World. I want. I mean, soon and probably won't be long. I want to meet that one guy who like writes that one thing that explodes. Yeah, that's yeah. better than anything that like yeah. that we could have thought of. And he right. be, and it all started because he listened to this podcast yeah. where he picked up yeah. one of your books. Exactly. So that would be. Really cool. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be freaking jealous as I hell. I like the royalty check of that, but that's... Yeah, it's probably not having... It's not legally binding. I'll take the shout-out. The shout-out's fine. I don't even need the shout-out. I just like the idea that there's a... You know, it's it's not it's not just a bunch of people hawking goods. Like, it's an exchange of ideas, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, nothing's better than the idea that somebody reads something I thought of and has a better idea. Yeah. You know? That's why the criticism is great because when somebody criticizes your stuff, it's the beginning of that. Yep. It's the beginning of somebody saying – it's the beginning of somebody, you know, watching the Terminator and saying, oh, this idea of time travel. Well, she goes back. She kills a – right, the robot right. goes back, like wants to kill did. her. You watched the Terminator and that inspired you to write. For sure, write yeah. the accelerators. But, right. but even before you get to me, you know, Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis who wrote Back to the Future yeah. – <clears throat> Yeah. They look at something like the Terminator or yeah. Time After Time, or yeah. other, mm-hmm. and they say, "Well, I like this idea of time, time travel, time but machine. exactly, yeah. I have, you know." But these people say, "I have my own idea of what time travel would be." Yeah, right. So I look at I look at Terminator. It's very cool. Okay, but what about if it was what if it was funnier? What if you focus on the weirdness of that feeling? Right, of like, what if a guy went back and like had to kiss his mother? <laughs> right, you know, it's like wow, yeah. yeah. And so, so you get this <clears throat> great history of of time travel stories where people are riffing on each other's stuff and looking at the last time travel movie they saw and saying, you know what, that was missing. Yeah, it was missing. You know, the 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 funny touch, or was missing the human touch, or was missing like a movie like Primer. They say oh, it was missing like the super techie yeah. startup touch. Yeah, yeah. and, and I'm going to put it out there. Yeah, you well, know, I think we're in the world of that right now. Like, um, you look at Walking, you look at Kirkman, who's obviously the biggest comic creator right now. Right, at least one of them. He's got Walking Dead, which is inspired by Romero. He's got Invincible, which is inspired by superhero stories. Right. And then you look at something like Stranger Things. Yeah. Which is inspired by everybody. Which is inspired by everything in the 80s, our entire childhood. Uh, are you caught up on... You haven't no, watched I've only watched the first episode. And I will watch the rest. I'm all set. I'm all done. You're caught up. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, go easy. Yeah, no, no, easy. I'm not going to go at go all. Go easy on that Demi Gorgon, please. Yes. Yeah, just uh, you know, if you keep going, uh, season two just announced. Of I course, know, I, I mean, I, and uh, you know, coming from the dough pile, mm-hmm. of course they're going to do season two. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, biggest hit of the summer, easily. Yeah, easily. But uh, uh, they're going to continue with the same. Well, cast. that was the question, right? Yeah. Whether or not it was going to be an anthology like American Horror Story, or, or whether yeah. or not it was going to be a continuation. Which totally would have been cool. Which they're free to keep doing. Yeah. If, you know, they probably don't want to oversaturate. You but, have an opinion on which one it should be? Should it? Because oh no, I. I I really love the kids. Yeah. I thought the kids were. I thought Winona Ryder was, was great. I thought um, uh, Matt Modine, Matthew Modine was. I thought the current cast was amazing. And if they didn't continue with that same cast, I thought it would have been a huge mistake. Yeah, to me, it's Hopper. I want to see what happens with Hopper. Like Hopper. Oh yeah. Was so so I, he was my favorite character. The yeah. Most. The kids are great. The kids are fantastic. But Hopper was there's, so interesting to more? watch. There's more there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's uh, weird. Even at my advanced age, um, mm-hmm. I still relate to the kids. Like I, f- yeah. you know, the uh, same time period. I was about the same ages that they that they were yeah. in the show. That's why you relate to them. That's yeah. a that's oh, a brilliant yeah. tactic. Yeah. Even yeah. though I'm not that, yeah. you know, I'm yeah, not you that rode age that anymore. bike. You were you yeah, were on that absolutely. street. Absolutely, we played that Dungeons and Dragons. We you know had yeah. that basement somewhere. You f- that. you fought that Demi Gordon. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, my parents didn't want my friends hanging out my house, so I went to their house. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. same things. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it was yeah. really good. It was and, really you know, good. and we wanted the the uh, the supernatural girlfriend that could like you know like melt people's brains and shit. Okay, now we're getting <laughs> yeah. 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 in a perfect world. I really world. wanted that world. that girlfriend right, that everybody I, thought was a boy for a minute. Right. <laughs> right. All right, I admit, I, I just wanted a girlfriend. <laughs> I just wanted a girl to even look at me. Yeah. Right, right. Hair, no hair. Right, hair, no hair. Just like, like me, please. You know, hanging out in my basement, not hanging out in my basement. Right. It, it, yeah, it's great. Living in your basement in a little tent. Yeah. Eating egos. Yeah, yeah, I, I wanted all of that. Right, sure, of course. Yeah, it was, it was a great summer show, man. They really, uh, they really captured the '80s, and I thought that show was. I thought the '80s was going to be the hook that that show hung its hat on. Yeah, and it didn't would just really sit didn't. there. It could have been any time. Like it did it in the first episode, but yeah. then you got past that nostalgia really quickly. I think, and it got into some really good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, and some really good characters. Well, that's the trick, right? It's like you can have your hook all day long, right? But yeah. it's got to. You've got to make your own. It's got to become its own story. Yeah. If you don't I think make it's the it same its thing you were thing. saying earlier about the ask. Like Absolutely. You get the, that's the ask right there. Is can you believe this Absolutely. is the '80s and then it went yeah. from there? Yeah, and you know, you, your story is the way that you get people over the hump of whatever that that piece of suspension of disbelief is. Right, that big thing that people have to accept. Right. right, and in Stranger Things, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I know, but you know, you're making this, you're, you're, there's this, there's this big ask of saying, like, okay, can these normal ladies, kids, you know, will you buy that, like this, this crazy you know experiment thing i don't know the whole thing i don't know i should know the yeah, first episode right, right. but you know that that this thing can invade their world it's not that crazy of an ask especially when you know that it's steeped in this 80s nostalgia but the weirder it gets the more the deeper we get into that story the more that story has a stand on its own two yeah, legs absolutely you know 100%. And, and that's the fun of like you know you have a, something like stranger things which is like so indebted to and referential love and all that stuff of, of all these different 80s <laughs> For stories sure, yeah. you know it's just a it's a it's a it's a it's it could have been you know eight hours of callbacks or whatever yeah, you have right. many episodes that were 10 hours Simple. of callbacks whatever yeah. um but in instead it becomes it uses the callbacks as a jumping off point you know, and yeah. it and it makes itself part of this tradition of all these great Amblin movies and these eighties movies, the Carpenter movies, these yeah. Spielberg movies. You know, um, and it really it really charts a path that's not just nostalgia, yeah. right? It's a new trajectory. That's how you do it. You know, you uh, find and Stephen King. I like. There's Stephen so much King, Stephen sure. King yeah. in there. Also, it's an amazing amount of Stephen King. Really like. is, like, and actually specifically references him sometimes too, and Poltergeist and everything else. It's like, uh, but you're right. Without 
without the actual solid story and characters in there, it couldn't just function yeah. as 80s or, or else it just it would be an I love the 80s, you know, VH1. Yeah. Right, yeah. We're, we're, about, yeah. so great about the 80s. Yeah, and it's not a greatest hits album. It's its own story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it lives or dies by that. That's the fun. That's the fun of this stuff, though. Is I mean, maybe when you're when you're making something, you don't have to figure out exactly where in the continuum mm-hmm. of stories you are, but you do want to have you, you know you want to know you know what you like, and you want to know where you're going. And it's I personally find that at some point in the writing process, it's important to draw that line a little bit mm-hmm. to say like I love this, right? I'm going here, but I'm going here through this. I'm yeah. going, uh, you know, I'm telling a child, for example, like the accelerators, you know, I'm, I'm telling a sci-fi story that starts with as many references to all the sci-fi stories that I love and the time yeah. travel stories that I love, yep. and then very quickly tries to point you in a direction of uh, a sci-fi story that at least I personally haven't seen before. Right, in which you know? we haven't. If you, geez, right. if you read the accelerators, yeah. yeah no, well, that's, I, I, that's I, yeah, exactly. Great. I was just... I was just uh, proofing pages for um, issue 15, which needs to go to print actually yesterday. Um, we're a little behind, but we'll make it, guys. We'll yeah. make it. Um, and I was reading 15, and I've been so caught up in everything else that, you know, you read the script back when it first comes out, and then you see art come in page by page, and you, you, you it's almost like, uh, not shattered, but it's almost like splintered where you get page by page, page by page for months, and then all of a sudden it all comes back together when the first letters come in. Yeah. And it's like becomes a solid thing again, like yeah. a cohesive thing again. And I read it, and I was like, wow, where we were in issue one and where we are now is like, it's incredible. You know, like it's amazing <laughs> where it's gotten to. Like we've kind of honed the skills as we've gone to make this amazing thing, yeah. which I think is amazing. It might be unbiased, obviously, but... I go back and look at issue one or volume one, and I'm like, Ugh. Well, <laughs> you, know? you know what? But but I didn't know what we were doing. Back but then. but in volume one, you know, we point. So I think we start with a lot of familiar time travel stuff, yeah. and then we point in the way of Almost a spe- tropes. a specific, definitely tropes. Uh, but we point in the way of a very specific version of time travel, which says, okay, here's a time travel story about people who can only go forward; they mm-hmm. can't go back. Right, they're stuck in the future, and there's only one way that they can go to get out of whatever terrible future they're in. Right, they can only go further and further and further. Uh, and which I think, you know, I mean, look, there, there, are, since since making it, it's funny how when you make something, you suddenly find out all the things that are similar to it. But uh, I think there's a lot of there's a lot there that you don't necessarily see in other time travel stories. And the fun of it has been then taking this thing, right, which is the thing that makes it different from other time travel stories and, and challenging yourself, which e- with each new layer, with each new volume, with each new arc of the story, how can I make this thing newer than itself? Mm-hmm. Right. How can I, what's my reason for keeping this thing going? Um, and so, you know, so now we're getting to a point, it's, it's the third arc of the story. Um, we're planning a five arc, uh, um, yeah, series. Yeah. Right. It's going to be, it's, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be 25 issues total. We're approaching issue 15, which is the end of this next arc. And, the question becomes, okay, now these characters have been lost in the future, forced to go further and further and further forward. Where does it go from there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What, how do you end the story where there's, where these people are only going in one direction? And yeah. There's no way home. Are there, are there exceptions? Is there, is there a twist coming? Um, is it different for each character? Right. Do some characters have, ha, you know, have opportunities to travel backwards in time and others don't? How does that work? Who does that work for? What does that mean for the world? You you start to really, 
you know those those things that you can argue about with with the logic of uh, of time travel or the rules of your sci-fi world those become your your tools to play with and in fact you, one of my favorite things is when a story lures you in so completely to its world that it can then start to break its own rules yeah and we're getting to that point with the accelerators where we're so deep in that the only way to keep surprising people and exciting people and developing the ideas further is to say, okay, now we've laid out this rule of you can only go forward. There's no going back. Well, maybe now it's time for there to be an exception. Maybe right. Now there's, right. Let's break some eggs, man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you, and, and that's the day. You know, that's what's so exciting to me. The accelerators is really the first story that I've had to tell over like an extended period of time. Yeah. It's not. It hasn't like tried to be, yeah, like a two-hour screenplay yeah. or some, you know, some targeted, controlled thing where where there's a beginning, middle, and end right there in one script. Um, and the fun of that is the way that you have to challenge yourself, the way that you have to react to yourself, the way that you start to treat the last thing you did as a movie you saw last year, right? And now, how do I top that? Yeah. And now, how do I twist that? You know, uh, and and it's something that all the best. TV series and all the best comic books do. Mm-hmm. They just they find ways to keep reinventing themselves and destabilizing people. And it yeah. can be you know there are so many you know like I I look at just a you know a, like I look at Saga for example and like I'm amazed at how that thing yeah continues. Yeah. Brian to, K Vaughn's a freaking genius. I mean he is and, he is and, but he's, he's also a he's, veteran. He's a genius at the top of his game and he knows and you see the. The, it feels so effortless the way that it knows that every new section of that story yeah. has to challenge the last section right. in both its style and its substance. And it has to be a slightly different thing, but also a thing that is recognizable as Saga. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, that, it, that's another one, too, that's amazing where it was in issue one and where it is oh, yeah. in issue yep. 30, yep. seven, whatever just came yeah. out uh, yesterday. It's incredible. Yeah, where they've gone, like it's it's amazing, and I wonder how much of that he had mapped out. I wonder how much of that he was making up as he went along. Uh, I, I can't imagine he had it mapped out this long. Yeah. Just you know, you got to see if it's going to catch on. Yeah, and, right. You know, although most of his stuff catches on, yeah, yeah. for sure. And, but I yeah, do. He's uh, a writing yeah. genius for sure. There definitely, I think that there's no way. By the time you know he was he was telling he decided that that was going to be a book. He knew that this was going to be a story that was going to be framed by the. The, the the life of a child yeah, and the, and the right. growth of yeah. a child yeah. and their relationship to their parents. Right. You can tell you that know? in a narration. In the narration of the kid, exactly. Yeah. Going uh, that direction. Yeah, and, and, and that framework already tells you, oh, we're making a different kind of yeah. sci-fi story. So if it if it ends if it doesn't catch on, I can end it. You know, when the girl's ten months, or I can end it when she's. Yeah. 15 years old right. exactly. or I can end it whenever yeah he's yeah. already got that kind of narrative yeah. through line yeah but I feel like actually you know where where the series has gotten to now it's it's you I think there's a real shape there I feel like the last several arcs of that story have been pointing toward a bigger game and that's you know that's the toughest thing that I've had to deal with with the accelerators yeah. is figuring out okay so we're each of these story arcs like how much do I have to end them like yeah. how much how much does it have to feel like the ending and how much am i allowed to say you know how much how 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 many issues am i allowed to end with just you wait till what happens <laughs> just you wait and fucking see well, the stuff i've got coming yeah. this is the this is what the freedom you have as a uh, yeah. publishing yourself you do whatever you want yeah but you do but, want you know, people you, want, you don't want people to get be like oh this is bullshit exactly I, i'm going to say spoiler alert issue 15 which again i just read again yeah. you know, i just had to proof pages for 
Of the accelerators. Of the accelerators. Gets to the end. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. It's a five-issue arc. That's okay. all I'm going to say. <laughs> with, okay. with ten issues still with left issues. of the yeah, yeah, left so, to go. Yeah, it's book. not yeah. the end. It gets the to end, an end. But it gets to an end. Yeah. <laughs> now, for anyone who hasn't read any of these, and I, I, you know, we highly encourage this, not only because I know you guys, because we think it's a great story. We, we think the art and the the lettering and the coloring, everything is great about it. We're, you know, as lifelong fans, we're big fans of what you guys have done. Um, you can get the book here at The Stash. Uh, you can always call us, 732-758-0508. You can get it at bluejuicecomics.com. You can get a hard copy. Uh, it's on Comixology, correct? And, yep. um, and Comixology Unlimited. Yeah, or if you have a local comic store, they can order it through Diamond. They so can. There, there's at no least excuse. trade paperbacks, they can order through Diamond. Yeah. There's a perpetual bin at the front of the stash that has oh, yeah. every I mean, issue in it. Yeah, it's like the, the never-ending, like, there's a fountain of youth. It never yeah. depletes. Like, right. we always have more here but i think uh I, I, you know if, if you come here regularly or you're coming here for your first time that just add it to your pile it's uh it's a well it's it's well worth your time and money for sure thank you or and, uh, and if you don't think so let i want to hear why yeah tom yeah. might not want to <laughs> ming is our best friend he won't stop saying nice things about us yeah, so well, maybe he i really i really like it i mean anything with time travel like you got me you know whether yeah. it be back to the future donnie darko um you know uh, you know ai i mean whatever whatever you want to throw in the time travel bin it's uh it's right in my wheelhouse but very interesting to call ai time travel yeah, story i like weird. that yeah, very they much. Forward, they the forward, ending yeah, that's the, the end it's the end sure, and yeah. I, I agree with you completely because yeah. that ending plays with time in an awesome way yeah even something that quick and stupidly simple uh, i personally I consider like, wow. if, if if we're really testing the edges of ground, of uh time travel i think of groundhog day Oh yeah, oh, time yeah, where, where, okay. yeah, where you go, yeah. Absolutely. It's just a new kind of time travel. Yeah, it's just a time loop. Right. Yeah. You know, there's no machine. There's no none of that other gadgetry that you think of as part of the genre. But it's a time travel story. It's what happens when you have the chance to relive the same day again and again. It makes me infinitely happy that three years after you started, we can still we're still talking, still talking about, about this. And and not only that, but you've expanded. You know what I've stolen from? Uh, I know you're going one direction, but I'm going to go back. No, to not at all. Day. You know what I've stolen from Groundhog Day that I really love? Um, we usually eat dinner like around seven o'clock when Jeopardy's on. Yeah, you and mean then, as a fan when you're home? As a family, as a family, when family when yeah. Home. And what I love about DVRs these days, you <laughs> you can <laughs> pretend you know what the fuck well, you know, you could just, you're watching Jeopardy, <laughs> son of a bitch, dinner, and then you could just hit like go to beginning. Button. Yeah. And I could sit there. <laughs> Have you could, done that? Sure, fuck yeah. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> I mean, I love Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy anyway. So You're I'll the sit worst there and I'll watch dad. It. You're the worst dad. And I'll know, you know, I'll know whatever answers I know anyway. But it's not that bad. A, I mean, the thing you want to do in life is look, appear to be intelligent. <laughs> appear to be intelligent? Yeah. I thought it was be intelligent. <laughs> well, now, if, you know, if you know the answers already. Yeah, and if you've you're already, cheating at Jeopardy. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> it's, I, no, it's I, cheating, I, but it's more for fun. I would agree that that's intelligence, though. And a form of intelligence. Uh, where you know you like you faking it, well, not faking it, but you you find the edge and you use it. Oh, the, the you know touche. Evil uh, is a form of intelligence. <laughs> you've done Ming that. Where you've well, rewound no, I mean, the DVR I, and you've made really. it appear <laughs> to your wife and kids as if you're. No, some my kind wife of knows because we're you know we're making dinner or whatever. Right. I'll be like, yeah, watch this, and I'll hit live. And, right. And, and or I'll hit go to the beginning. And it'll be like the, the Fibonacci like, sequence. Exactly. Correct. Before the answer's even done. And I'm like, wow, Dad, you know a lot of wow. Jeopardy. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. But it really is funny because I, I love that from Groundhog Day when he's sitting there answering oh, all the yeah, Jeopardy yep. questions. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Even, yeah, yeah. But then it gets terrifying really fast because he turns and he asks, he answers the question before, before they ask, they it. ask yeah. the question, yeah, yeah. which you could do also when you yeah. DVR it, which yeah. is great. It's that's right. not terrifying. That's awesome. You know, who is Joe. Joe Brenner? Correct. Like what? 
Wow. <laughs> Answering questions that are three questions later. Right. <laughs> wow. It's not right. It's, it's not, not right. right. It's not right. I just, I did it once. You're it toying was with children. It was fun. You're toying with these No, I'm trying to get them. them to be better at Jeopardy. <laughs> right. I'm trying to get them to do their homework. You're trying to get them to yeah. answer in I'm, the form of a question. I'm <laughs> telling them there's a Santa Claus so they will be good kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Is that why we do that? I think so. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why we lie to our kids, That's to get them to be better. Yeah. yeah. So not only do you have three, you have yes. three uh, ongoing comic book series oh, yeah, Blue out right now. Yes, right. Blue Juice Comics. You have a novel, correct? Yeah, a horror anthology. Yes. Christopher Triana, Triana called Growing Dark. Yeah, which you can also get at uh, Blue Juice which, Comics. Uh, at Shop Blue Juice. Shop, Shop Blue Juice. Oh, ShopBlueJuice.com. I'm sorry. Or okay. BlueJuiceComics.com. Which is linked off of there. Uh, um, we actually got some really good reviews in both Rue Morgue and uh, Cemetery Dance, which was great. Nice. Which really very two reviews. high, very high profile outlets. Rue Morgue gave us a blurb that just said, you must read this book, and it was oh. under a blurb <laughs> for... Stephen King book. There was right. a Stephen King review and then ours. It was just like one little sentence. But uh, Cemetery Dance actually went through every story and reviewed it and gave high acclaim to every story. Right. And Christopher Trayon is a, a friend of mine for 20 plus years uh, who's been an aspiring writer forever. Um, and he's really good. Very dark. Yeah. Very macabre. And uh, he, you know... When once we started publishing Blue Juice Comics, I was like, "Hey, man, you know we're publishing now. I kind of know a little bit what I'm doing, so we'll publish a book for you." Yeah, you got you got anything going on? Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll. And put he's it been out. sending me his stories forever. Yeah, I've been critiquing him, and you know, yeah, so put them together in an anthology, and we'll put them together, for you. and we'll publish it. And we did. And the second we announced it, he got picked up for his first novel, and his first novel mm-hmm. just came out. Wow, okay. It's well, not, a, not coincidental, I don't not, think. I don't but. think so either. Uh, he's also a great writer, so that helps. But sometimes you just need that kind of foot in the sure. door. You need to just get in. So he published a book called The Ruin Season, which came out a few months ago. Um, and it's actually dedicated to me, which was really nice. Oh, well, hey. So awesome. that, was, that was very sweet. That's cool. And, and it's good. So if you can pick that up, Perpetual the Motion, season. The Ruin Season. Yeah. And it's uh, Perpetual Motion. Yeah. Book publishing or something like that. You just have to look at Christopher Triana. Christopher Triana. And then uh, did the children's book come out yet? Yeah, Dudley okay. came out last year. Dudley and the Toy Keeper's Chest came out last year, and that's a children's book. And that was a short film that we had written and produced back in. Uh, 2004, and it just, we always felt like it would make a great children's book. Yeah, and again, and, once we started publishing, it just made sense to do yeah, it. Yeah, you had the text, you had the story, you had that yeah. kind of, and it just needed an artist, uh, a yeah. very integral in children's book. They like pictures, kids. Yeah, exactly. they're, you know, kids, they like to read, but they like to look at pictures, you know, so do yeah, I. It's exactly. right, I read comic books. And the big news uh, for us, you know, since this is a oh, we got an exclusive update, it's not an exclusive, okay. but it's big news, um, is that. You know, once we had uh, Dudley out and Growing Dark and the two trade paperbacks for Accelerators and Ambani, I figured it was time to submit to Barnes and Noble, like you know, because they have an open submission. Yeah. You can submit books. You just have to send a package. So we sent uh, a package to Barnes and Noble uh, probably about a year ago, and it said it took two to four months before they would get back to us. And it about six months later, I didn't hear anything <laughs> right. at all. Right, you're like, okay, well, <laughs> I know? guess that's like, it, huh? Well, I guess that's it. So, no, that's not it. Let's submit again. Yeah. So I submitted again. At that time, we had a couple more books. Um, and about a month later, I got a letter from them saying they were interested in 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 ha- stocking yeah, our books yeah, yeah. In, their, in their stores, which is huge for a small yeah. publisher like us. Uh, so I got a great letter. They they automatically wanted like 15 copies of Ann Bonny yeah. uh, to, to stock. But they said we were too small to deal with on a distribution level. Okay. So they gave me a list of 10 distributors that are authorized distributors of, of Barnes, Barnes & Noble. Noble. yeah. And 
I su- then I had to submit to them. Right, sure. And, and then, you put you know, together more two, packages. Three, four months this, go this by. This is the life of an editor. This right. is the life sure. of an editor and publisher. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's a long game, man. You just got to keep pushing right. forward and but, pushing but forward. But all that to say, all that to say, we su- I submitted to ten. Four of them never got back to me yeah. at all. all right, we'll screw two of them. them said no right away. Okay, we'll screw them too. And four of them said we're interested. Yeah, well, don't screw them. Support them. Two of those said jump through these ten hoops in oh, order okay, to get right, there. Okay, and so and then. Two of them said, uh, let's talk. Yeah. And one of them said, let's actually have a phone call. Right. And so I had a phone call yeah. with that distributor. And uh, a few months went by as we were just discussing terms and everything else. And we officially signed with a distributor. Whoa. Like a distributor that can get us into Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Books a Million, Libraries, oh Ingram, so, yeah, Baker and Taylor, like huge. all these huge distributors. But all that to say is that don't give up don't initially. Give and up. if you don't hear an answer, send it again. Send it again. If somebody says no, well, maybe not send it again. But if somebody doesn't say anything, send it again. Yeah. You know, same thing happened with us with Diamond, you know. Right. We submitted and they said yes. Yeah. So you just got to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah. If and you, we just if, sent a huge pallet of books to this new distributor. No way. And they're so they gonna have go out them, there. Yeah. And it's going to spread like a virus to all these other. So. Oh, holy crap, so. dude. I hope so. The way it works is that they. Um, they solicit to Barnes & Noble twice a year. Yeah. So they solicit in the spring for the winter. Right. catalog and they solicit in the winter for the spring catalog and they're going to go in and they're going to pimp our books basically they're going to have wow. a meeting with Barnes and Noble and say this is what we got graphic novels yeah this, this is pretty awesome you guys should stock this yeah and then wow. it's up to the individual Barnes and Noble uh, stores right. to stock it you know I, yeah and and this is the that's the game of, of comic books right it's like it's getting the visibility it's figuring out all those ways to have people see your stuff. To get eyeballs on it. Exactly. Right. And with Barnes & Noble, it's it's basically about getting in their database. Yeah. You yeah. have to get in their yep. database. Because right now you can walk into Barnes & Noble and ask for accelerators and you can't get it. Right. Because but they if, don't even know what it is. Yeah. But if it's you in, get their in their database, database. then then they, any individual store can order it. Right. Or if Tim Yates wants to do a signing of Ann Bonnie in his local Barnes & Noble store, yeah. they can order a bunch and he mm-hmm. can sit there yep. and sign. Yeah. So, you know, I'll let everyone know once we're actually in the database because we're not yep. in there yet. It's yeah, that, the next that step You can it. go and literally, you don't even have to talk to anybody. And then you can go on a computer, which they have at the store, and order it. And, and order then it. come and pick it up when, yeah. it, when it gets shipped there. And if you order one, then hopefully that means we'll order yeah. two. Yeah. yeah, to stock it on their yep. shelves or four or whatever. I like that's this, that that idea of a signing business. That's very nice. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Going to Barnes and Noble and be able to yeah. sign. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I, I already have that on your docket somewhere. <laughs> oh, <right. Okay. laughs> yeah, wherever you're you are doing it, in New York or wherever you are, you send me those be, dates. I should know <laughs> them. Or Los Angeles or wherever you happen to be that week. Uh, yeah. yeah, you yeah. you're like Upper your, Mongolia. Yeah, you get, can get sign Barnes and Noble. Yeah, well, I know one Barnes and Noble in East Brunswick, New Jersey, who may be able to get some of your books. And uh, uh, our our dear friend Samantha Quintus uh, get them in there. Yeah, works there, and she may have some influence. on And that's that, part of so. her job. She's actually like a a buyer. Yeah. at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, you know a little nepotism. Buy, buy, Sam, buy. <laughs> nepotism. That's all we got is nepotism. Yeah. That's another thing. Use whatever nepotism you can get. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Which uh, you know I'll. I uh, you know uh, you know I'm out I'm out at cons every weekend and uh, as such you know I'm at whatever the after parties are at the bar and <coughs> excuse me bourbon bourbon yeah and, you know my <laughs> wife's like why are you always partying so much you know you you kind of hang out you know I see you drinking I'm like no I'm not partying it's networking networking, networking. it is it's true. <laughs> It's well, true. It's it's true. It's also fun yes. if you do it right. It's the best but, kind of. But no. But the tr- the truth is that it's the same thing as all this other stuff, right? Like, why why not 
meet people right. who are doing the things that you do. Yeah, or that you love. Or yeah. Have a, 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 Why not involved? see what the hell they're doing? Yep. Maybe they're cool. Yeah. Like, like, you know, there's this, I feel like there's this massive, uh, um, like, uh, uh, stigma that's attached to the idea of networking. Like you've yeah. got to go network. You know, oh my god, I like writing. I like, I like, you know, I like making comic books. I like making movies. Yeah, and this I, guy's doing that. Why I not like acting, out? but I, oh god, the networking. Yeah. No, networking. God, so much fun. For starters, <laughs> it just means this. For starters, just just think about it on this level. It just means going out and talking to people about the things you like. Right. Maybe as you get deeper into it. Yes, you have to go out and talk about things you don't like. Maybe you have to go out at times that you don't necessarily like the idea of going out. But still, the goal primarily is to meet people that have to do with the things you like to do. Yeah. And then you build a network. And the network that you build, maybe it comes around in weird ways. Maybe it comes around in really obvious ways. You know, maybe you're, uh, maybe you're an artist talking to a publisher. Yeah. You know, maybe you are a writer talking to an actor that could be in your movie, you know. Maybe you're talking to a stamp collector, right, mm-hmm. who happens to know someone who's a great investor in art yeah. and will and will yeah. front money for you. You don't know what these connections are, but you know how you know how to spot whether someone's interested in talking to you or not. Yeah. And maybe it comes back in a week and maybe it comes back in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. You don't yeah. know when it comes keep, back. Keep it going and yeah, you never yeah. know when you're going to bump in these people it's like, "Hey, are you still working on that one thing?" Well, uh, you know, you know like Ernie Hudson was on Comic Book he Man was. a few years ago. Yep. And the only reason that happened is because me and Ming and Brian met him at Florida Supercon. Yeah, and we talked to him like, we, "Hey, he's, we talked he's, to him for a little while." That's cool. And, you know, it was actually even more complicated than that. Like his his son had a little medical issue and we hooked him up with a doctor right. and it just kind of went from yeah. there and that's the reason why that happened, yeah. you know. It's weird, but it, yeah, it just worked like that, yeah. and um, and uh, the whole networking uh, definitely worked out for uh, season six comic yeah, men, which we're shooting now, yeah. uh, which which you'll you'll see. Uh, you know, we may have some which some we people can't talk about. No, no, yeah, but sadly, it's coming at but, you. Yeah, it's yeah. coming at you. Where you know, I met somebody who knew somebody. And we were trying to maybe get someone on the show, and I knew someone who knew them or their manager and had a phone number. Bam, that's it's simple as that. Yeah. So, uh, so yes, go out and have drinks with people. Go to cons. <laughs> it go ends to, up to something. Yeah, go to, go hang out with whoever people who lo- love the same things you do. Yeah, and, and, it, and, it's, and it's not even about hunting down celebrities, right? It's not even no, about not that. at all. Although no. sometimes you meet someone incredibly cool who also happens to be famous or powerful or right. something like that, right? And they think you're cool too because you really give a shit about what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot yeah. of these times I met someone who knew who worked with somebody who worked with a celebrity that maybe we wanted in here or. Could help us with the storyline that we are pursuing, and yeah, it just worked out, and it's crazy, yeah. right. but it's simple as that. So, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and have fun, yeah, yeah. and have fun, you have know, because then it's genuine. If you're having fun, it's genuine. oh god, if you're yeah. out there like <laughs> I'm gonna stalk celebrities outside, right, right. I'm gonna United like Terminal. hound them until they say yes. It doesn't really work like that. Yeah, just, you bad. know, the thing that I think for a while I was like, especially when I started writing, I was so. I was like terrified of networking to the point of like I tried to play it off as like a principle, as a point of principle. Well, like I'm not going network. out there. I'm not going out there and like hawk my shit. Not hoarding myself. Yeah, yeah. Which I kind of believe in on some level. But, sure. But but what I but what I also was doing was I was refusing to think about the long game. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not just saying in a strategic like you're you know you've got to think about your career kind of way. Just in the sense of like, oh no, I like telling stories, right? Yeah. I want to be telling stories. In 10 years. Yeah. Right? In 20 years. In however fucking old I'm going to be. Who knows? I have no idea. 20 sounds fine. 20 more years sounds great. I'll get it all done. It'll be wonderful. Uh, 
go out with a bang. But the but no, but the the point is that you you know y- you neglect. I feel like in those in those early years, you neglect how much writing you're going to do, how much storytelling you're going to do, how much time you're going to spend doing this. And so planting a seed in a conversation with someone that's going to grow over 10 years sounded, you know. Yeah, exactly. When, I mean, when I, was, when I was 20 or 25, like, it sounded like a joke. Yeah. You know, it sounded like, yeah, what, why are we talking about the distant future? Yeah. Like, why are we talking about the next millennium? You know, like it's it's Why right. Are we talking about when AI happened? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, that you know, like exist. like stop talking about flash forwards, Tom. Like right. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about now. Right. Um. But you know, then funny things happen. Like uh, you have a great idea for a story, and then you don't write it for five years. Yeah. Or you have a you know uh you you meet someone who then you see again years later, and you realize, wow, that person I totally fucking miss. I I I. I I got it wrong. I missed how how interesting they were, or I I I misjudged how much we had in common, or I miscalculated about some way that they would be hugely helpful, you know, or some way that we could collaborate on something. And then all of a sudden, you have this thing going on in your life that actually started five years ago, but you couldn't yeah. even begin to think of it that way. Um, and... It's it's always going to happen that way. It's always going to happen that way. And what's crazy is, as you're doing that, and as you're like planting seeds and developing and stuff like that, everybody else is doing it too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else is getting more interesting by the day. So the more people you meet, the more people you know, the more people you're interested in talking to about your shit, the more people will be interesting and interested in you. Yeah. Later. All right. Absolutely. Well, I think it's definitely a youth is wasted on the young thing in the twenties. You know, you think that like it's just just going to happen. You don't think of like the long game. Is that what you called it? What you call it? the long term? I thought you said that, but I said long game. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you think about the long game, but you, but you, but yeah, but it's you know, you don't think about when you're young. I mean, I think I'm fucking pretty young, bro. But I think that I think that when you're just starting doing something, the beginning feels like how it's always going to be. You know, yeah. and it's a special thing to have been doing something for a couple of years or for a bunch of years. Right. Um, when, you, but, but, but the long, the more years you do it, the more you understand that, oh, yeah, this process, some of this stuff happens over a period of years. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess, what I'm getting at is that when you, when you get to be 45, when you get to be in your 40s, <laughs> yeah. like the long game doesn't yeah, but nobody, 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 yeah, you nobody don't have that long anymore. Like no, yeah, you don't have that long anymore. 45. What's that? I said nobody lives to 45. That's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, so far all your projects are either you know, coming from within or from friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Has any outside uh, sources tried to pitch you their ideas? Uh, I'm getting... Or, um, what, what, is this something you're open to, perhaps, is what I'm saying, is that, you know, you guys are somewhat high-profile now, and, um, you know, you, you guys are, are proven publishers. He loves it. Proven to... Send him you know, everything. You're, I mean, your you're books, right. books, has... books are about being Barnes & Noble. Your comics mm-hmm. are here at Jane Sama's Secret Stash. Uh, you know, there may be some creators out there. It's like, oh, these guys might be able to right. to help me out. Is uh, is this any? Has anyone tried to pitch you on anything? Uh, I get uh, I get pitches weekly. Okay, yeah. If not, I mean, if I not get daily. Not more than that. I, mean, I get pitches weekly. They're all for for me to give to Kevin, of course, because <laughs> yeah. right, right. you know, I haven't published anything. Or they see me on comic book men. Yeah, thinking maybe I can help them out, but. Uh, <laughs> I, since the tell them Steve Dave ads, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. A lot, a yeah. lot of pitches, and you know, I I can't. I can't. Don't look at me like that, Ronnie. I can't. I can't look at him yet. 
at okay, this point. Sure, like there's sure. just there's too much going on already. Like Internally, we're, sure. We're spread a little thin right okay. now as it is because we are still really small, right. you know. And uh, you know, uh, there, there's money coming in, but it's not enough <laughs> to like support a. Send what? them. Send them to Tom. Send them. Send them. To me. Listen, listen, guys. I have a file. If the pitch is amazing. If the pitch is awesome, if it's just right, and, uh, he'll I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. This is this is the thing. Okay, if, if you're gonna send them, sure, fucking send it. Please fucking spell check it. <laughs> okay, one, yeah, right. be professional right and off the bat. And not only spell check the comic or the script or whatever you send me. Spell check the fucking email. Yeah, before you sure. send it. All right, you are sending it to an editor. Right. All right. Yeah, a guy who looks at this for a living. Yeah. Yes. So well, who lives and dies. See, by that's it. really that's so important because <laughs> now we're getting right to the tits of it, as we say. In the tits business, <laughs> yes. the we're you know the what he so so Tom is obviously he'd rather not say on the air. Everyone send me all of your ideas. I'm dying to read them. Partly because yes, he's a really busy guy, and it's a fucking company that's growing already and has a bunch of titles working and has a bunch of stuff in development, and he doesn't want to make promises that he can't keep. Right. But also, promisely, this is the much bigger part of it, though. The bigger part of it is that. He's terrified of people sending him half-assed pitches that sure. then he's not going to respond to. And, and he's not going to respond to them. He's going to feel bad about not running, wanting to respond to them. But here's the other thing. You could have spell-checked that email. You could have you could have you could have presented your yeah. thing yeah. in an awesome way. Take, you could have you could have taken take the time. Well, don't just take the five minutes to spell check it. Take a little. Take more than that to make sure that your email or however you send it, the document you make, whatever you do, really sells the idea. And if you can't make a document that makes yeah. your idea sound so yeah, awesome that you would pull money out of your own wallet to buy it if you can't make it sound that good yeah that think twice what, about sending it yeah exactly yeah. so if, just take, if you can't just think, think it time. through enough to yeah. actually fine tune it enough <laughs> to have somebody else read it yeah. and yeah. make sure that the spelling is correct right. or the grammar is correct i know we live in a world these days where you know text speak is a thing sure. where you don't have to spell things uh, correctly and words like ginormous actually exist no it's but not still, all emojis and and yeah exactly spell check the damn thing i i used to work at a, a college i used to work in the film and video department of a college when i was in my 20s and because i was in charge of all the equipment I would get every student come in to pitch me an idea. Hey, I got a great idea. I want you to work on it. I want you to DP it. I want yeah. you to do whatever. I got a great idea for this thing. It's this is so I would sit at a desk and listen to people pitch me ideas. Right. I was twenty three, maybe. Yeah, but still, listen all to people day. pitch me ideas because they wanted me to shoot a student film for them. Right. And I would say, That sounds great, man. I love this idea. Let's do it. Write the script. Yeah, then oh what? And a week later, <laughs> that same person would be back. In that office, saying, yeah. like, I got a great idea for a script. I got this, I got that, I got this. And, and they pitch me the idea, yeah. and I go, Great. What happened to that last idea yeah, that we had like, already Oh, well, I guess do? it wasn't that oh, good. Oh, no, enough. well, you know, I decided to do this one instead. I was inspired by the. No, I, and I got to the point where I literally would say, I do not want ideas. Yeah. I do not want, I want. Yeah, prove things. you can do the thing. Yeah, I, prove I want a tangible, tangible script. Thing. You write a script that goes words. a long way. Yes. Um, Literally, when I worked, I worked at that college for seven years. Yeah, the only person who wrote a script was Mike Horan, who was the guy who wrote Ether and M. Yeah, which you're and that's why with we're now, still yeah. in business yep. together. Yeah, that's why we just published his comic. Yeah, that's why because he's the only one who did it. He wrote a twenty-page script. He got a bunch of students to pull some uh, film together. Yep, and we shot this short film that went on to do the festival circuit for years. And that's why I'm still in business. With wow. Him. Okay. You yeah. know? That's, that's and, a big and, lesson. Then yeah. Don't, 
pull that idea out of your head and yeah. get it down on yeah. paper. Get it on paper. That, that's what because people will believe that. Yeah. And the way you, in the business in the in the TV business is called put it on tape. Yeah. Put it on tape, yeah, right. and then maybe we'll take it. Yeah. But you meet the serious people by by not by necessarily by the conversations, although they matter a lot, mm-hmm. and not necessarily by uh, by the ideas, which can be brilliant. It's it's by the work. It's who's going to really do the thing that yeah. they say they want to do, right? Because everybody... Who's going to put their money yeah. where their mouth yeah. is? Who's going to do it? Yeah. You know, and again, I'm sorry, it's all about writing, but I'm a writer. So, you know, the the equivalent of writing is there's a, one of my favorite sayings is the only difference between a writer and somebody else is that a writer writes. Right. You know, <laughs> it's and I'm simple. Though. Uh, it it really, is that really. simple. Though. It's that simple. And it's that simple in other... A writer writes, a director directs, a producer produces. And that's the thing. And, you know, and, I, and I've, I feel like I meet people every day who I think to myself, God, if this fucking person just wrote something, they'd be such a better writer than me. <laughs> you know, like the difference is that I do it every day and they don't they'll never consider doing it. Right. Um, and which makes me a writer and them not. Um, and that's all there is to it. It's not a question of quality. It's a question of wanting it and doing it. And they're going to bitch and, about why they're not. A well, writer. maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Right. But the ones, but the ones who do certainly don't have cause to bitch about something that they just didn't do. You know what I love about about the this process uh, of of pitching people work and having ideas and doing stuff like that. I know. You know. I know. Again, you don't want people sending you ideas. <laughs> Everybody send oh, blue juice <laughs> comics your ideas. And here's why. Don't worry about whether blue juice is going to get back to you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. They probably won't. I'll tell you what. Hundreds will, of people are going to do it because I'll tell of you this. What, I will get back to every idea, but I will get back with thank you so much for submitting your idea. I cannot take unsolicited no, this one. That's not, but that's not the I point. Wait, no, no, no. For... See, that's not the point. No, 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 don't no, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Listen to me. Listen to me, the person who's not answering the emails. Listen, <laughs> listen to him. Yeah, right. He's got the listen, easy job. Here's what you're doing, right? You're getting better at submitting your ideas, okay? Yeah. And you better believe it. If you can boil in that email your idea down to a juicy, brilliant nugget... That paragraph, nails paragraph. no no a sentence. A sentence. I, look, I'm sorry. I understand that lots of great ideas can't be summed up in one sentence. You know, like if you try to sum up the Sandman in one sentence, your fucking right, brain is going to explode. Sure, yeah. That's fine. I understand that you can't sum them all up that way. But here's what's happening. Okay, an editor of a real fucking comic company is going to look at your email. He's going to have one second to do it, and then he's going to have to look at another one. Okay, because he's got a million other things to do, and he's going to look at it. And he's gonna he's not gonna be able to respond to it with anything other than a form letter mm-hmm. unless you catch his eye. And frankly, this is the job that you have for every conversation you ever have in the rest of your life. But this is an email. You got a chance to craft it in the privacy and the comfort of your own yes. home to craft that nugget, that awesome thing that says this thing must be made, or at least that I'm worth having a conversation right. with. Right. And then maybe there's other ideas. Maybe there's nothing else. Maybe it doesn't go anywhere, but he remembers your name. If you've got a nugget, or, if you've or got at least an idea, makes an email file with your name on it and moves it over to there as opposed to just moving it over to exactly the, <laughs> to the trash. I'm not but, saying me. I'm saying spell in general, it, but spell it correctly. Yeah, spell everything. Correctly. Okay. And again, like I, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, in a different boat than everyone else. Right. I, ha- I had to submit sure. to ten distributors yeah, and absolutely. not get answers from yeah, four of them. Exactly. Everyone's in kind of the we're same. All boat. in the same boat. But we're all in the same boat here. Uh, good spelling. We're all goes trying a to get a leg way. up. 
Or if you want to really come locked and loaded, uh, you got you'll be at a couple cons later on this year. You know, if you want to get something, if you have something tangible that mm-hmm. can they bring it to the booth and be like, hey. yeah, they can bring it to the booth. We're at New York Comic Con in October. Um, do you have your booth spaces yet? Do uh, they... We do. It's a different space than the last two okay, years. Okay, yeah. Um, hey, spit it out, man. Because, right uh, now. I think it's twenty two fifty four, but okay. I'm not totally sure. All right, you guys are they're still working it out. But you guys it, usually have like a corner booth somewhere, and it's pretty pretty high profile. Is we that... have a corner booth, but we actually moved to the bigger aisle. Oh, okay, like cool. We're in a bigger yes. aisle or a bigger spot. So. All right, and I'll be popping by. So I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll social media this like all the all the, to smithereens. I mean, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. and and I'm hoping. Uh, you know, we'll get up here the week before, and we'll do another one. Oh, these, God, for sure. Uh, right before. So, like the Tuesday before, we'll record for okay. Excel Comics for that weekend. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are welcome. Next year, when we do this, uh, I'm hoping you have five, six titles, comic titles out. Uh, five, four, four. You know, uh, another one in there would be great. We do have another one in there that I'm not at liberty okay, to Okay, no problem. Uh, um, when you are ready, of course, we'll always be here. It's about halfway produced, and it's big. It's actually... It's actually pretty big. Wow. I'm not, okay. I'm not going to say anything about it. I love um, this. Sorry. Upward and onward. Um, I, I can. Can we talk? Can we talk about what Ronnie's up to? Yeah. Right of now? course. Absolutely. Briefly. Briefly. Okay. Well, you're allowed to talk about it, at least a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Tease it up, man. Uh, no, you know, I mean, I've got another movie uh, coming out. Okay. Um, I, I've got a. I. I um, I've got a war movie coming out. Uh, Whoa, all slightly, right. slightly bigger profile than uh, than the last movie yeah. that, I, that I did. So it's my second produced film. Um, it's called The Yellow Birds. Uh, it's uh, it's based on a really great novel, yeah, by a guy named Kevin Powers, and it's about some uh, some grunts uh, in the Iraq War, like 2005. Uh, some young guys just that are just trying to get in and get through this war, and uh, they become friends in the process. And one only one of them comes back. Um, and a lot of the movie ends uh, is sort of broken up into the, you know, into the before and the after and the sort of yeah. the the being in the war versus being back from the war versus being before the war. And it's really trying to give you the feeling of being of a, of the way that the war sort of totally fractures your sense of reality and and messes with you and makes it hard to know, you know, what was what and what the right thing to do was. Right. So, uh, very serious movie, uh, very dramatic movie. Pretty, you know, it's still definitely like sort of a you know a, 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 a sort of indie drama, but it's it's a little bit bigger than anything I've ever done before. There's some you know there's some real stars in it. Um, yeah, that's cool. And and in the can, right? Is, is, yeah, it's, uh, it, they, filmed, they, like it's they filmed. They filmed it this crap, winter. Dude. They filmed it this that's winter. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, freaking monster! I was like, yeah, 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 I wrote this script. Well, well it was great. Movie, he was uh, writing it on the porch in Ocean Grove. He was writing it last, last year. year? Or, you were yeah. literally writing on a laptop. This movie yeah, I mean, you know, now has hey, come to life. You got to write these things somewhere. Yeah. You know, these things. So. Sure, you were writing. We're like, hey, man, we're like, we're we're drinking yeah, Miller Lights at the beer and, garden, and yeah. yeah, we're at the beer garden <laughs> drinking Miller Lights and like eating pretzels. Yeah. Like literally, you're writing a movie. Like, but you know, but you don't know. He's doing that too, though. But you don't know. You know, the movies that I'm that I'm sure are that I've been working on for years that I'm sure. Are going to be the next thing yeah. that matters, you know. Those are the ones that I'm still working on, you know. Sure. And, and then well, the ones that the ones that come together fast and it get spit out real right. quick, and you know, and you don't know what the hell is happening. Those are the ones that get made. Yeah, you, you just don't know. No. So you know, I'm always serious about something. It just so happens that yeah, last year during last season, you know, I was working on rewrites of this thing, 
um, and was sort of stressed out about it and was trying to juggle, you know, the, the shooting of the show and the writing of the script yeah. at nights and stuff like that. Um, yeah, writing a comic and, and yeah. exactly and, and just well, living like that's you, in, that's incredible. You got to be doing a couple things at once. You know this. Oh, you know. You know, know that you've got to have no, multiple irons. You're preaching. Yeah. The, this is like the loudest choir you could preach yeah. to yeah. right, this, yeah. right at this yeah. table. Yeah. 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 This is multitasking. This yeah. is what we do, right? Yeah. We don't like to sit still, us. No. Uh, yeah. Us guys still. But so, yeah. So um, it's it's very close to being done. Um, it is probably going to get released next year. Uh, the details are still, wow. I think, coming into All focus. Right, that's cool. Um, that's really cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, – and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited about it, and I'm, I'm pretty curious about what that does for – my credibility as a screenwriter and stuff like that, because it is a step up sure. in terms of the size of a movie. Um, it, it's, you know, it's probably going to get a little more vis- visibility. Um, and then we'll see what happens next. But I've got to, you know, it's it's so weird when you're a writer, when you're a screenwriter, like, you know, you're really, you're on like the next project, even though there are still certain conversations I'm having about the Yellow Birds, yeah. this war movie. Um, I'm still you know, I'm thinking about the next script and I'm thinking about, you know, every time we talk to you guys about the accelerators, I'm always thinking about the next arc of the story sure. rather than the last arc Which of the story. Which is what a good writer does. So, so. Yeah, but it's, it, it is a funny thing that, that you know, you, you, you slave over a project, you like give your whole brain to a project for a year or something like that. And then you do all this other stuff, and then people, and then you have to start talking about that thing you did two years ago that yeah, was your whole right. brain. And you're like, "Fuck! Why did I make those fucking choices? Like, why did I? Why did he say that stupid line? Like, what, what was I thinking then? How do I justify that?" Right. But so. I mean, my dream is to, you know, go into the theater, or or hopefully I get invited to the premiere and you know, the accelerators. You are invited yes. to the premiere. And, you know, uh, you know, Chris Pratt is spats, or I, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, or you know, whoever. You know, the accelerators. I, it's a funny those conversations we have them all the time. You know, Tom and I, and we're always trying to decide if and you know when we try to promote it as sort of a as something else. You know, if we want it to be a, a TV you know, show or a limited series or a movie, which one of those is the best fit for this thing? You know, because it's, it's, it's so funny how it feels like there's so much similarities between a comic book and a TV show. But as you know, from like, episodic, uh, yeah, you know, yes, absolutely. There's a, there's, there are differences and you have to make really critical choices. And I think that we're still trying to decide exactly which parts of the accelerators we love the most Right to kind of condense and so, into and and just which which ones of those become the the most important part of what we're bringing to like a network or to you know to a yeah. movie studio and, and and which parts of those uh, would work best for a TV show versus would work best yeah. for a movie you know I feel like there's a lot of, you know it's not the worst problem to have but I feel like no, the accelerators not, has, not at all the accelerators has more than one like pretty aggressively cool hooks. About time travel, you know, uh, we've got... And, and different arcs, uh, hello sequels, but yes. Exactly. No, there's, yeah, there's, there's room for a franchise. There's room for a franchise. Oh, sure. That's true. Uh, absolutely. But, Always. But, uh, but I just feel like, I feel like uh, if you think about the two, in, with, for the accelerators in particular, the two hooks I think that are both really great, but that I, I, can't, I can't tell which one people like better, is one, the idea of, like I was saying before, the idea of a time travel story where you can only go forward, yeah. you can't go back. Yeah. Which the is other, never done before. Yeah. The other one, though, which is a, a piece of the first arc of the story, um, but doesn't necessarily figure into the next couple arcs, um, is a future where they are stealing people from all different time periods. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's great. Um, as entertainment. Which is in the future. Better. In a in a fucked up future, they're just stealing people for entertainment and having a Gladiator. random a Viking fight a, a Nazi. You know, a Nazi. Or, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Gladiator games. Yeah, exactly. And turn and, and making a, an insane sci fi coliseum. Yeah. Out of, I love it. out of history. Right. Right. Um, so th- those are two very usable ideas, I feel yeah, like. Absolutely. And, you know, you could have made a lot of different stories out of them. And, and I'm... Yeah, that's it, a whole movie right there. Well, yeah. you know, we have had, you know, talks with producers who are like, oh, I love the idea of yeah. that. Let's do, let's yeah. do that, whatever. It's, you it's know. a long road, but... But we've had yeah. conversations with either, with, with the guy who says, I love this idea, they have to keep going forward and forward. And then and we've had... Yeah the conversation with the other guy who's like, oh, I love this idea of these time games where I have to fight each other in this right. arena. You know, those are not mutually exclusive sure. ideas, but they don't have to happen together either. No. So the way that people emphasize them really makes us wonder, like, which one <laughs> which one do we really lead with? Right. Uh, and that's it's, a, it's an ongoing conversation. It's very fun. Um, I think for the moment, we're really focused on on getting, you know, getting the whole series in comic form. Yeah, getting um, to the end of... Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. 20, yeah, right. So, uh, finishing where you started and right. then but, discussing... Well, I mean, it, the conversation goes on the whole time, but but what's funny is I think the closer we get to the end of the comic, the more we start to understand where it's most valuable right? as, as a movie, yeah, as a TV yeah, yeah. show, as a limited series, as anything it can be. Right. What we care about most, what's going to translate <clears throat> the best. I love it. And we're at such a cutting edge of uh, television right now, too. Oh, yeah. Netflix yep. against yep. Stranger Things, yep. like we mentioned earlier. Yeah, like, which you know, it's, came out of nowhere. It's a totally like, different world than yeah. it was five, ten years ago, you know, when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah, which works out great for creators like you guys. So. Yeah, who want to make a big, honking, awesome. large sci-fi series. Freaking right. awesome. Uh, anything else you want to plug? Is there anything <laughs> else? Dude, I think we hit everything, but... I think we did pretty well. Anything? I think we did goddamn well. Watch Comic Men season six. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, do that. Have you heard of Comic Book Men? October twenty third, two thousand sixteen. Uh, after you see who gets their head bashed in with a baseball oh, bat, God, uh, you know, cleanse your palate and watch. Uh, we'll have to talk about that Comic on Book Mike Men. and Ming next week or something. They, is, is there a oh, website absolutely. that's like taking bets on that? Oh, there's gotta um, be. Yeah. Right? Sure, there is. Yeah, yeah. Be. there's is, Vegas odds somewhere yeah. Yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, uh, did, did you finish Yellow Birds? Did you finish? I did. I got uh, everything I need to say. Okay. okay. No, 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 we'll, no, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. There's some people in it. Yeah, we'll, is, maybe is, I'll come is, by is next time. Is it IMDb? Yeah, or? sure is. It's on. It's IMDb. There's some real. Oh, well, oh, go do some homework. There, there's some. Uh, there's some grown up. There's some grown up actors in this movie. Okay, like people that you might know. You got it right there, man. Why don't you read that? Well, I'll tell you this: the geekiest thing. about it. The big geekiest thing about it is that the main character is a. Uh, played by an actor named Alden Aaron Reich. Yeah, which if um, you don't know, uh, you, yeah. know you, you know, you know, uh, you will know him. You will know him because he's gonna play Han Solo in the standalone Star Wars Han Solo. All movie. I was getting. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just was yeah. throwing it, it up. There's a lot of great actors. <laughs> there's a lot of great actors in this movie. In, in a very uh, small amount of time, he's gonna be one of the most well-known actors on yeah. the planet yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Just, he's yeah. a Daisy Ridley of. Uh, which, yeah. yeah, which doesn't hurt. At no, all, yeah. He's at the all. Daily, Daisy Ridley of Han Solo's, yeah. <laughs> and 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 this all this happened before he was cast as Han Solo, which yeah. is which is great. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you know, but there's, it, it, it's an amazing cast. Like you know, there's there's uh, Jennifer Aniston's in it. Yes, um, Tony Collette's in it. Yes, um, Jack Houston, who was just the star of Ben Hur, uh, is yes. in it. There's uh, Ty Sheridan, who's like the, the kid in Mud, is amazing actor. Yeah. J- Jason, uh, Jason Patrick, Jason Patrick, <laughs> in it, you know, like it's, a, it's it's an awesome cast. It's a um, and I think it's slightly new territory for a lot of them. 
yeah. you know, for like certainly like it's not what you think of Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston as normally being in. It's not what you think of. Um, it's a slightly it's a new age group for like Ty Sheridan. Alden Ehrenreich is about to be something very different to everyone. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting movie, you know, and I, and I think I think that uh, the combination of the people in it and the and the personalities and the and the creators involved has made something pretty pretty unique. I think that um, I think that it's uh, I'm gonna have some interesting news about it in the very near future. Okay, we'll, we'll be yeah. here. I uh, yeah. I don't even care about Alden or Ironreich, uh, Jennifer. I don't even care about that writing credits, RFI portal. Yeah. That's all I fucking care about. That's all I care about. <laughs> These, these other names are meaningless. You're like I, Jennifer Aniston's in it, but what was this an RFI portal? Yeah, RFI portal, oh freaking writing credits, man. I love it. This is why I love my friends. <laughs> love they it. use my they use my initials. Yeah, no, we don't. Listen, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna brag a little I bit, but um, I'm gonna brag a little bit, but uh, it's good being in the IMDb. It's, it's a yeah. good thing. If it's you're, not the worst. If you're, that, it's not the worst page it's to have. It's good. It's a good thing. That's Even though if you go to my IMDb page. You see this picture of me half naked in a speedo throwing a sponge <laughs> and like with this water. I think I took that picture. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah, somebody took that photo. It's it's in there, you know. So. It's iconic. It's iconic, man. Yeah, I guess so. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, yeah. Uh, since this is I saw comics, uh, my my pick of the week is uh, all new Wolverine Annual Number One. Uh, uh, Wolverine teamed up with Spider Gwen, and uh, yeah, it's it's just go pick that up. Well, we have been and, shooting the show, so it is hard to actually read. The yeah, well, I, st- the st- I still read too, and uh, and uh, accelerators are relatively uh, issue 14. relatively 14. issue fourteen, aka issue four or five is out yeah, this week. There, we have a pinup, we have pinups in the back still. That's uh, Corey Smith and Barry McLean. I just want to get Barry McLean's name in there. He's yeah. been kicking ass for us on absolutely. Pin-ups, so and uh, if you pick up the issue before, there's a collaboration between Walt Flanagan and a little kid <laughs> who comes in here. Yeah, a that's... lot. And his dream came true where he collaborated with Walt Flanagan. He was kind of like the little Dennis the Menace. Yeah, of the story he comes in and hangs uh, out. Can I tell the story real quick? Do we have time? Sure. Uh, so Jack Davis is a, a kid who comes in the story. He's been coming in since well forever. Yeah, he's right? been. He started. I think he was ten years old. This little kid, little blonde-headed kid, came in. Loves comics. Like right. no, reads everything, and uh, you know, and he loves spouting on his knowledge. And his like his mom would just literally just drop him off here. Sometimes like for a whole entire day, so he'd sit back here at the poker table. Right. And uh, now I think he's what fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, but maybe. season two, he was uh, he came in when Stan Lee was in. Yeah, and he showed Stan a bunch of art. I don't know yeah. if that ever made the show. I can't even remember. Uh, I don't know if he even. Yeah, no, it, it didn't even it didn't make, make it. it. Show. He got to meet Stan, so he it got didn't to meet Stan, matter, which but... was great. Stan gave him some advice on drawing. And yeah, everything. and he kept, that definitely motivated him. I think he's still drawing now. But um, so we were shooting last year, and Jack came in like he does. You know, it's summer vacation for him, so he comes in, he sits down, and hangs out, and he draws. And uh, Walt and Jack and I were sitting at the poker table last year. I said, Jack, man, you know, keep it up. It's, it's great. I, I'd love to give you a pin up in the accelerators yeah. when Arc 3 comes around. He's like, no way, man. Really? That'd be great. <laughs> and Walt leans over and says, hey, if you draw it, I'll ink it. No. <laughs> and I looked and was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. And that's talking about motivation, like, really? dude. Yeah. That's talking about motivation. That's, so so when know. Arc 3 came around, I, uh, you know, I emailed Jack and he penciled it and yeah. Walt inked it and Tim Yates colored it. Yeah. I mean, talk about collaboration. Three, yeah. it was He's 15, 16 spin-up. years yeah. old at this point. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, he probably didn't sleep for a week after you told him. He was probably <laughs> up like, you know, frantically drawing, erasing. Yeah, frantically emailing me. Frantic- <laughs> <laughs> and he continues to do so now. You know, who knows where this kid could go? And, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty... You know, when I was 16, I was, you know, I was like watching Star Wars and masturbating. Right. So like, I wasn't <laughs> at drawing. the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Of course. Duh. Yeah. But I do think, though, there's a real lesson there. And I would love to end on this note. 
the lesson is email Tom. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, email I was going to say create. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, at Blue Juice Comics, everybody, facebook.com slash Blue Juice Comics. fucking email address. I yeah, swear to God. Just, you, know, uh, you know, if you have an idea or, you know, just grab, grab the books. I'm telling you, I don't, I don't recommend crap to people. We love, we, you know, you, you've been listening either this is your first episode or you've been through all 232 with us. Yeah. We don't, we don't recommend crap. We love good stuff and this is good stuff. Oh. I'm honored to have you guys here. I'm glad we were able to you know, inspire you guys. And uh, yeah, should we, should we and, Facebook Live the end of this? Uh sure. Jesus, if you wanna, Jesus. you know, if you, you know, there's not much, much to the end. I don't know uh, what there is. I, I, who's gonna say there you go? Mike's not here. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't even know how to end this. Yeah. With, well, maybe Mike. I should just cut in one of his old ones. <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, I think I think I will. You I'll cut that? in it. There you go. From last week. That's oh, amazing. That That's amazing. <laughs> then just, just cut us off. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll add him because yeah, he wanted to be here. Just you know, it's not my fault. He forgot. So yeah, we're Facebook Live, everybody. Wait, no, here, wait, wait, wait. Three, wait. two, one, and there you go. Thank you, thank you guys very much. We'll talk to you next week. Say goodbye, Ronnie. Goodbye, my friend. Thank you very much, Ronnie. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank, thank you very you, much. Thank Blue you. Juice. Pleasure to be here. When I have you guys here, I know life is going good. Aww. So thank you guys very much. ISO Comics in the house.
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.